Hi, I'm Walter David. <laughs> this I'm is the Tuesday Show. And I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? So, we're going to talk about hacking, leaks, etc. in Street Fighter V. Yeah. We'll also talk about some character reviews. We have played a little bit more of Street Fighter V this past weekend at the Canada Cup. Mm-hmm. We'll also talk a little bit about some Marvel stuff, some changes Sorry. going on in there. And then, of course, we'll recap... Yumicon and Canada Cup, and then there's a bunch of game news to get to, yeah, including a fantastic trailer <laughs> in all we'll its check. 360p might. We'll try to show it here on the stream so everyone can be wowed together. Yeah, we'll even show the, the actual like, <clears throat> HD 60 frames per second one. And, Which, uh, for some reason, starts really terribly. Uh, anyways. Whatever. And, and ends we'll, really terribly. Anyway. We'll make sure to take a look at that. <laughs> But let's start with the hacking thing. Yes, let's talk about Street Fighter hacking. And so recently, this morning, uh, was it? It was this morning, right? I mean, look, news has been trickling out little by little. One of the most recent things, for example, they showed the color palettes for all the characters. They actually leaked all the color palettes for the characters, and some of those color palettes are really sick. By the way, there's some sick, sick colors in there. I'm with you. <clears throat> but I mean, that was just kind of a minor thing, yeah. right? It's just like whatever, you know, and. Today, however, a lot more was leaked, and they basically apparently found a bunch of encrypted files. They were able to decrypt them because they did not decrypt them with. I mean, I th- encrypt them. And they did not encrypt them with a custom string. Like they encrypted them with like a default that everyone guessed and it worked. And so, pretty much, they were able to decrypt everything. So they did try to hide stuff. On, on their code for the PC. They tried very badly. Right. And so it all got hacked. All the audio files, a bunch of audio files got leaked. Right. Audio files, which include all the character names, as well as <clears throat> a bunch of dialogue talking about different events that are coming up or or just like naming naming different events right like evolution right uh, ceo final round you know and their location mm-hmm. like hype spotting scotland and right right ko fighting game festival kuwait yeah it, it a bunch of stuff like that um do you want to mention the characters names what's that do you want to say the characters? Ah, uh, that's up to you. You can. Yeah, say why not? All right. So. so there's there's fan or fun. It sounds like she's saying fun <laughs> to me. Then Alex and Guile and Ibuki and Bison, presumably Boxer, and then Jerry. Uh, Yurian. Yep. Yurian. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was talking about it a little bit today on Twitter, and somehow it blew up. But basically, I was just like, good job, guys. Now you're going to make sure that we're never going to get PC betas again. LOL. And I guess that's not how it sounded at all. I guess it sounded like, good job, guys. Now we're never going to get any PC betas ever again. Ha! And, dude, you don't understand. Like, normally, (laughs) I let tweets like this rock. Right? I'll actually just let him rock. Whatever. It's out there. I, I, I had to delete this tweet because the kinds of responses I getting I was getting were unlike anything I'd ever gotten before. Really? Like It wasn't even just straight up hate. Like If it was hate, I'd leave it there uh-huh. because then it's just like, okay, you're, you're an idiot, whatever. Okay. okay. That's fine. But seriously, like 
I wasn't even that emotional about it, but a lot of the tweets I got were like super emotional. And then I even got private messages, not on Twitter. Like I literally had one message that was sent to me and Ono. Okay. And was begging the two of us to reconsider and not ever, and, and to keep putting out PC releases. Oh. Like, like, that's how serious... Like, that person thought that, the, A, a you were serious, and, B, you have some role power. to play. Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, wow. that's kind of the level that it was starting to get. You were on Best of Three on Daily Dot earlier today. I was. They showed the tweet on the show. They did. Like, as a serious post. You know, like, this is the serious post. And I got so many responses from people on Twitter, like, why are you blaming the hackers? Why are you blaming the data miners? And I'm like, I didn't blame the data miners. It wasn't my intention. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Well, that like, sucks. I was just like, holy crap. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. I had to delete the tweet. Yeah. It had to go away. So, yeah. I, I don't know how to joke on Twitter. My tweets are all too serious, so I can't do cute. I can't do goofy tweets. Ono does know know who you are. He I know he knows. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, clearly that's silly. So but yeah. What, but what are your real thoughts on this? I mean, I think okay. One, a lot of people were like, "Why are you blaming the hackers? You should blame Capcom for being stupid and having all the files in there." Okay. Right, and. One of the things that I'll say about that is a lot of that, that's kind of an unrealistic thing to say. You know, as much as it is to be wrong to blame the hackers, which I'm not doing because data mining was going to happen 100%. Sure. And it sounds like they did try to encrypt some of the files, they just did it poorly. Yeah. Right? Other companies have hidden data a lot of times and successfully, like Blizzard and Riot and all those guys like that, right? So, one, Capcom has never really done anything much on PC before, right? So they're not ready for this, right? So whatever measures they're coming up with is not going to work. Two, taking out the files, simply taking out the files yeah. for the beta is not an actual option. Because if you're beta testing your own beta code, once it's done and then you go and say, let's just remove all the files, you have to certify that thing all over again because you don't know what that did. Especially for a company as right. big as Capcom, there is not a, I can almost guarantee you there is not a single person in that company that knows which files to take out. Like if you went and asked someone like, get rid of all the files, they would literally have to go to every department. Did you put in files with names? Did you put in files with names? And some of them would be like, I don't remember. You know, they were putting placeholders for everything. Has this happened to you in your work? It sounds like Dude, you have some experience with Look, this. I remember when Seth tried to go and get the change list for Super Street Fighter 4. That's exactly what he had to do. He had to go to everybody who was making changes and be like, hey, what were your changes? And they're like, I don't remember. I think I changed this. Dang. And that was pretty much the process that he had to go, right? So <clears throat> Capcom doesn't have the experience with this. They should have had it since the beginning. They should have had everything set up in the beginning to replace files with dummy files and everything like that from the get-go. Uh, Koryukin, like even messaged me, was like saying set if defs, you know, for, that's a kind of a programmer thing. If beta, if it's set to beta, you automatically uh -huh. have certain things happen to it. 
they weren't ready for any of that. They weren't ready for that. And if you pull all these files out of it, like I said, you could break the beta in ways that you can't possibly imagine. Literally, their best bet was to hire a hacker to come in, get their beta, and have him hack it and try to find all the files so they know what to take out. Then they'd have to take it out. Then they'd have to spend another week or two certifying that build to make sure that it still works. And then they could release it. You know, it's just, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Right? So that's my argument to the whole concept of Capcom shouldn't have put the files there. They okay, fair enough. They'll learn. Hopefully that they won't fall into a lot of these same problems again. Hopefully they will create a department that's specifically for beta tests and such like that. Still sucks that it happened, but, you know, it's going to happen. Like we said, there's just no way to stop it. Yeah, I think that's true. My, my reaction to it is a mix. It's a mix of sadness and maybe not happiness, but, like, <laughs> acceptance. Right. Sadness because I feel like we won't get the cool process of unveiling a new character mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is fun i really think that that's fun you know and we've talked about this before like with the lore leak and so forth mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the potential trolling and hilarity that was that was given up and it's the same thing with these characters um so i feel i feel sad about that mm -hmm. i also feel that it's capcom's fault yeah and that uh -huh. people do and should hack and do whatever they can <laughs> right. in any circumstance that mm -hmm. they can. Um, yeah, both can and should. Right. So um, I, so that's the side of me that's like, yeah, you know, it's like I'm not stoked about it, but it's like, mm-hmm, that's, yeah, yeah. there you go. I, I just, I wish that we had had better, I guess, protection by Capcom right, for this right, stuff right, so it right. didn't come up. But, mm -hmm. you know, since it's out, I mean... You, it's a pretty good bet, I guess, that these characters will be in there. Although, keep in mind that for Marvel vs. Capcom 3, when somebody data-mined it, it said that there would be Dr. Octopus right. in like the next version. And that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So, maybe not all these characters will be in there. Maybe some characters will, will be in there that are not listed in this. Mm -hmm. that's, that's very difficult to tell, but it does seem likely to me that some of these characters will be in there. I mean... They've, like, it's sort of, you mentioned this before we went live, but it's, like, weird that Guile wasn't already announced anyway. As soon as Nash was announced, I was like, Guile has to be in, yeah. and then he never showed up. And they've, you know, Alex is in that one background, and they even addressed mm -hmm. Alex. They were mm -hmm. like, oh, well, if people like it, maybe we'll think about it, <laughs> right. you know, doing this whole, uh -huh, uh -huh. this whole song and dance. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it seems pretty likely that, that he'll be in there. Ibuki is always popular. You know, Boxer has been in every right, right. Street Fighter type mm -hmm. game, so that that makes sense. Yurian is one of the most popular Third Strike characters mm -hmm. as well, so that makes sense too. It's very yeah. like believable things. I mean, here's the thing: like during the course of Street Fighter Five, a lot of the character reveals have been surprises. You know what I mean? Like outside of maybe knowing a few names or whatever like that, but it's like when Karen was announced, it was like that's so cool that Karen's in the game. Yeah. When Mika was announced, it's like that's so cool Mika's in the game. When DiCaprio was announced, right? Maybe not that so cool because it was just a doll clone or whatever like yeah. that. But no one knew about it, and right. it was cool to find out about the character. So a lot of people are like, so what's the big deal of leaks, right? What if they had planned character character reveals? at premiere events 
What if they were like, final round gets a character reveal, Evo gets a character reveal, CEO gets a character reveal. Well, now part of that hype is killed, you know what I mean? It's going to hurt sure. them, like, for people trying to tune in onto the streams and stuff like that. You know, you might have gotten a few extra people trying to come here to find out who the character is, you know. Or what if you had a deal with IGN? IGN right. was supposed to release, GameSpot was supposed to release right. these characters. There's a lot of repercussions to it that a lot of people don't understand. That's true. You know what I mean? So it's not just... I hate that Capcom is hiding this stuff from us. It's it's a it's a process. It's a strategy, right? And for Street Fighter V, they've maintained hype pretty good so far because they release a character every month. You know what I mean? Kind of at that rate a little bit. More or less. You know, they've kept up the hype and stuff like that. So to me, it's just a lot of people are like, haha, take that Capcom, you're stupid. But, you know, at what point do you act? I mean, Kent, is there any empathy for them? Is there yeah. any empathy for them or are they just stupid? For using a default encryption password. I have empathy for, for them because most of the people involved had nothing to do with that stuff. Like, I'm thinking about... <laughs> right. Like, like, Matt D., director of whatever his position is officially uh-huh, there, uh-huh. woke up today and he, and he probably had plans to, like, do whatever... If he, again, if these characters are in there, he was probably working on plans or maybe he already had plans about right. how to announce this stuff. And he woke up today and everybody knows about him already. Mm-hmm. So he has to go back and redo those plans. That sucks. You know, I do have I do have empathy for them, right? Um, and I'm sure that they are way more angry about it than anybody, you know? <laughs> um, especially because it was ultimately their own fault. Like like they're like they're all savvy internet folks. Okay? Mm-hmm, Don't like mm-hmm, think of them mm-hmm. as being like oh man, these stodgy old Capcom <laughs> USA people. Uh, no, they're not. So I'm sure that they, in seeing that there were hacks. They're not going to say, oh, man, these darn hackers, if only kids these days would stop it. No, it's right, right, just a right, yeah. part of doing business, and you sort of have to think about it in advance. And I'm sure that they had nothing to do with the files being in there. Right. Like, at all, you know, so that, that sucks for them. But, you know, that's, uh, ultimately, it's it's their company's fault. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not, like, mm-hmm. their human fault. Right, but it's right. their company's fault, so... Yeah, I mean that was the thing too. I wasn't trying to assign blame with any to anyone on yeah. on the tweet. I was just saying I was just saying kind of joking, but a little bit half joking too because th- it might really affect it. You never know. Maybe they're like, "Dang, this this PC thing is too hard." Even though they can hack everything else, it's just that much easier. Right. I mean, like I, like, like I said on Marvel 3 it did mm-hmm. get data mined. And, I mean, cross teching so. got data mined. Yeah, it right? But that that one got data mined after the game came out. It got data mined literally on day one, right? But it was really started, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was released with, new, they, with new info. Yeah, and they found all the information on disk, which was sad. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just that there's a lot to the process. And, you know, we've been talking about for a long time before the Laura leak and before the Dalsam leak and all this stuff, how we were like, wow, they're doing a really good job hiding all these characters. Like, they're That's doing true. really good. We were, and we're like, that. we're so proud of them for doing such a good job. And then it just all fell they were They were running a tight ship yeah. for mm-hmm. a while there. They were running mm-hmm. a pretty tight ship, but not anymore. Because <laughs> I wonder how they also feel, too, because you know they all know that there's those hacked PC versions sitting out there. That We talked about like, it with Hans this weekend. Yeah, he I knows know, about I know. it. Yeah, I know. But again, like, they're not, they're not some stodgy old folks. Like, they, they know about stuff. <laughs> but see, I mean, when you do all stuff like that, it could hurt 
a lot of things for the future. You know what I mean? And, you know, yes, it's, it is Capcom's fault. But again, I don't want to put blame on anyone. If I had to put any blame on anyone, it would be Capcom's fault, right? Because yeah. data mining is going to happen. Hacking is going to happen. Yeah. You're not going to stop any of that. It's just, you know, like I said, they, they have plans. And if this kind of stuff happens, Capcom has two choices, right? Let's spend a bunch of money to hire a bunch of hackers or to co go and rework the code and do all these things so we can prevent this. Or let's not release it on PC. Right, and obviously you can data mine a bunch of other things. It's a little harder to data mine the other ones, but for a company like that, maybe it's not the Capcom USA guys who get to make that choice. Maybe yeah. it's Capcom Japan. Right. Maybe it's the old people there that do not understand. You're, it. you're right. Yeah. Because we've heard stories before of like, like Cross Tekken, like. They're not going to hack this. That's not possible. And it got hacked on hour one, right? I mean, you yeah. never know. So if it's these old people that are making the decisions, they'll be like, well, don't release it on PC anymore then. No more betas on PC for you. You know what I mean? So, Is it is it confirmed that it was from the PC version? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th these hacks were uh, from the PC yeah, oh, version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because okay. the thing is, once you've installed the files, you just copy them, and, and then you can just do whatever the hell you oh, want. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. I'm wondering. <laughs> So, I don't know, things get hacked on the consoles too. So. Right. So that's just all I'm saying. It's like, it's not as simple as Capcom was being stupid. They didn't do this properly. They shouldn't have put those files in there. It's just, it's not that simple unless they were planning for it, for it from the beginning and had it all in place. So I was, I even joked, I tried to keep joking about it on Twitter, but I was like, what they should do to stop it is do the opposite. Instead of pulling files out, they should just throw as many files as possible in there. Like, literally, they should get that voice actress who is saying all those things and just say every Street Fighter character possible. That also, is very funny. And I also tweeted that Fat Mega Man has to be included in that list. Like, literally, it uh, has to be Fat Mega Man, you know? <laughs> that's like, what they should say. Yeah, just, just call it Fat Mega Man and just throw in every character. Oh, yeah. Just be like, Victor, Felicia, <laughs> QB, you know, just throw in every humanly character possible. And, like, if you have, like, files with, like, name of Ryu, like, put in all these initials for every character. And if you do that, then then that would be a better way to hide it, I think. <laughs> that would be a great way. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Obviously, it would take up more space on the beta, so I don't know if that would be yeah. a thing that they could do. But I think that would be well, I don't know. the I don't best know if, way to do it. I don't know it. how resource-intensive it is to have... A one second clip that just says fair enough, you're fair in. enough, dude. Dude, if they said like Sub Zero, that would be awesome. That would be that would pretty be amazing. So awesome, yeah. Like that's it. Yeah, that's, I know, right? There's like no data in that. <laughs> uh, even yeah, so I mean, there's just so there's just so so many easy ways to do it. So, but yeah, so I, I mean, look. I was joking. I wasn't angry at anyone. I wasn't blaming anyone. You know, there was a part of a seriousness to it that I was thinking that this could affect what happens down the road in the future and such like that. But I wasn't blaming any hackers. I wasn't chastising any hackers or anything right. like that. So I, I don't know. But right. like I said, it just got so big. Like it just, it spiraled out of control. So I yeah. was like, all right, fine. You know, I, I got to stop this. So Okay. <sighs> yeah, fun times. Yeah, it sounds like you had quite a day. 
Uh, anything else to talk about with respect to the leak? Um, there was a bunch of things I wanted to say, but let's just move on. Let's just move on. So. Okay, I mean, we have... We just make our own hours here, so <laughs> however long you're talking no, about There's it. no point to keep talking about it. Okay, so yeah, right. there you go. You got there it. you go. So, yeah, pretty much I need to work on my Twitter game. That's that's pretty much how it was. So, Well, I think that that is true. I mean, the it, you know, in reading it myself, right. I, I didn't think it was serious per se, uh, but, right, I, right. but I did think that, like, that you sort of thought that point, but uh-huh, like not uh-huh. in those terms. Right. So it's funny because like I, I said to you even before the show started, if you tweeted out, good job, everyone, I think everyone would know exactly that you were being kind of jokey. Well, maybe so, but I think I would have phrased it maybe a little bit more, obviously. And I have right, my right, right. I have my jerk-ass Twitter face <laughs> next to that. Right, my, exactly. Exactly. My so, butthole grin. I just don't <laughs> think know? I have that ability to do it, so but, uh, in any case. You yeah, can do it. You yeah, can do it. But, case, uh, so. you, do have, you do have to spend a few years cultivating a persona as a total, yeah, total asshole. Yeah. I am tight. I am angry about the whole entire thing. I'm really sad that it came out that way, yeah. but yeah. anyway. Okay, so. okay. Uh, well... Also this weekend, mm-hmm. we got another chance to play some Street Fighter V. We played, it's the new version, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the same as the beta, even right. the returning characters, the existing characters. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, there's Dalsum. Yes. Dalsum is in. Well, I mean, Zangief wasn't in the beta either, right? So Zangief oh, right. was still no. in there. Okay, so different, like yeah, yeah, different yeah. than the beta, which is different from SCR, which is different from this current one. Right, yeah, right? yeah. They're all these mm-hmm. different builds. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all the characters were in there except for whatever the last one's going to be. Mm-hmm. Did you play it much? Uh, I played a little bit. I didn't get a chance to play on the floor or anything like that. I think you saw about all of what I played. So, and I really only messed with Zangief and a little bit of Armika. So, yeah, I couldn't connect charge drop kick into stand strong. And I guess we found out afterwards that they took that away. Apparently, that's gone yeah. in this build. <clears throat> I mean, here's a good lesson, right? It seems like every character that we've managed to play that seemed really good is getting slightly... It's like they're starting strong and slowly pulling them back. Yeah. It seems like that's their design pattern right It does now. seem like that. I really hope that mm-hmm. that will get reverted. Yeah. But you're right. It does. It does, definitely does seem mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So I played one game of Vega, and I noticed that his Toward Fierce is faster. It's the big old stepping lunge right, crawl right, right. thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I thought that was very good. You know, great in footsies, excellent control, very fast, hard to whiff punish, uh, great for making people want to jump at the range where his stand around has anti airs excellently. I, I right, feel right. like that's a huge addition to his game. But close fierce into remove claw is like punishable or or certainly can't be linked out of. Oh, out. on hit, you mean? Yeah. Like if you do standing fierce change, you can't like keep you can't going. link anymore. Oh, that was a fun combo. I know, <laughs> and I on block it set up a tick grab. Right? Into oh, command right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, gone. Uh, uh. So, again, that's one of those things that's fun that you just don't want to see go. So I really hope that that will come back. But Yeah, I wonder if they're actually going to revisit and buff everyone a little bit back up. That's what I hope. Because, I, I mean, a lot of people have always talked about that they think a better balance method is to make everybody strong. Yes. As opposed to nobody strong. Fact. So, yeah. um, Zangief... Mm-hmm. Down strong, down strong, EX pile driver. The EX is no longer in range. So mm. he got nerfed a little bit. But he's super <laughs> good. Oh my god. Dude, he's to, so fun. To be able he's to so... do short, short super. 
Yeah. With Zangief mm-hmm. is just amazing. Mm-hmm. The feeling is just Dude, amazing. It was weird. I was trying to do low jab, low jab, EX, SPD, and nothing in my brain could get my muscles to register canceling low jab. Yeah. I kept going low jab, low jab, EX, SPD. Yeah. I kept delaying it, and then I would be too far, and I would be like, no, cancel, cancel. Dude, it's so weird. Like, my brain couldn't function for that. I'm not sure exactly how it works. So as far as the short, 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 super, <laughs> crouching short, crouching short, cancel it into 720. Easy, very easy hit confirm. Right. Um, so I did jump in button, crouching short, EX power driver. That worked. Uh-huh. But I also did crouching short, crouching short, EX power driver, and that didn't work. So I wonder if that is due to range. Like maybe they nerfed the EX's mm-hmm, range that mm-hmm. significantly, so like not even down short, short. Right, right. Will be in range for it anymore. Okay. I don't know. Okay. That is uh But you also did jump roundhouse low short super, which was pretty sick. I jumped way. over so I was playing against Haunts. This is against Haunts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I was playing Lord Haunts, <laughs> and he whiffed something. I think he was Laura, and he, like, whiffed her fire uh, or something. You uh, uh, so, walked up and tried to sweep, and I think you jumped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're like, you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw it in the air that he had whiffed something, and I was like, this is going to be the greatest thing <laughs> I've ever done. <laughs> so, yeah, I got jump around us into the downshore super. That was super that sick. That was pretty sick. And then when we were playing... Uh, I was I played with folks in, on the floor um, Sunday, and I got the Crouch Short, Crouch Short Super. It was just, like, meaty, you know what I mean? Right, like, right, rather right. than Down Short, uh-huh. Short, EX Hand, like, now it's super. So so fun. Anyway, he's very good. I really think he's he's a super good character, um, and uh, I'm looking forward to playing him more. I hope he doesn't get nerfed in the way that many of the others right, are, but right, it seems right, like right. he already has gotten some nerfs. So, again, I really hope that that will get reverted. Right. When it comes to Dawson... Very strange character. Yes. But really interesting. Yeah. I really, really liked how he was looking. Same. Yeah. Because, so, okay, so, uh, you know, obviously he's very different. A lot of people saw the trailer. We talked about it a lot last week. And then uh, tweets came out from Champ and Arturo saying that he was really bad. Like, he yeah. felt incomplete. And then you tried him out. You have felt a little different. I know Justin was finding a bunch of really crazy stuff. That's what Hans was telling me, that Justin was finding a bunch of crazy things with Dalsum. You know, it's funny that you that ha- that Arturo said that, and maybe he figured it out later, but we were talking with Hans, and he said that Art was doing some really sick stuff with Dalsum. Right, Remember right. that? He said that Art felt like... Our Art seemed like he had figured out the character better than most people. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, when it when it comes to whether he's unfinished, it's sort of if you play him like Street Fighter Four or really like any previous Dalsum, he does seem a little bit unfinished because mm-hmm. he has this hole in coverage, right? So with Sim, it's important to have ground control, or historically has mm-hmm. been important mm-hmm. to have ground control. Mm-hmm. You want to force people to jump, you want to anti-air them, like that's his entire game, right? Right. Um, so in Street Fighter Five, his ground normals are not as strong as they were before. And in particular, there's this range where it's sort of in between the maximum end of stand medium kick, which is now sort of low, looks sort of like stand right, short right. from, bef- from mm-hmm, before. Mm-hmm. And anywhere closer than that. In previous game, you could press medium kick if you thought somebody was going to jump, or just even had there was a possibility. You could mm-hmm, harass them on the ground, mm-hmm. and if they jumped, you would preemptively anti-air them. Now he doesn't have any buttons that do that. Right. So his his control of that region is like obviously less, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in, in addition, because yoga fires go with this mm-hmm. arc rather than straight ahead, unless it's ex. So obviously he has less control there. But if you're in the air, if you're in his yoga 
float, I think it's called, or levitate, maybe. Right, okay. The V-skill. Then he has all these buttons that hit directly at that spot. Like, that. Like that's exactly right, where they right, hit. Right, right, right. Um, okay. So, jump jab, like, is this perfect 45-degree angle to, like, exactly hit mm-hmm. that spot. And if they, if somebody tries to jump, you'll, like, knock them. Uh, air, air strong is just what it is in four. It's this horizontal thing. And much the same idea, jump, or, or air roundhouse is, is an anti-air. It's like his old... Roundhouse. It's like this angle that goes oh, up. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so if somebody jumps and you're in this V-skill float, you can anti-air them. Mm-hmm. It's, I feel like this is a big key to it because it, it sort of covers what he doesn't have, that right. ground control that he doesn't have. When you do Yoga Flame out of the float, does it drop you? It does drop you. So that thing was plus on block. When it was you plus that. on block. Because you, you could do... You literally did jump yoga flame. I let go of the controller. You did jab, and I did not get hit. So right. it was a true block string. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, now his his grounded anti airs are awesome. In fact, they're kind of ridiculous. They're super good. Mm-hmm. So from that range, from where you expect people to jump, maybe you want to be grounded. From far range, maybe you want to be grounded. But in between, I think you might want to be airborne. Mm-hmm. And also when you're airborne, your, your V-skill float lets you move back and forth much faster than you can right. on the ground. So I feel like he's a mix of these two. You sort of have to mm-hmm. go back and forth between them based on strategy and where the opponent is. And you'll make the mix-up of it. And right. So I feel like the way he'll be played is as a stance character almost. Sort of just going mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth. I mean, I also that sounds think, very interesting to me. I think the V trigger is really nice too because that kind of covers that space that you're talking about. Doesn't prevent anyone from moving, but now it makes them tentative for jumping in there. You're right. You know, and they take a bunch of white damage. Now all of a sudden, your yoga sniper jab, which you normally would do this much, could do a lot more yes. and stuff like that. So I don't know. I thought he was really awesomely designed. Me too. I was really, really. I mean, like I said, I've hated Dalsam my whole <laughs> life, right? And I yeah. And I really like how he is. Yeah. And I think it's really different, but it's still Dalsam. Right. You know, and and yeah. So the biggest thing I think a lot of people are are who Dalsam users are complaining about is probably the loss of like. Standing strong, standing forward, and standing fierce. Like those, that button that kind of covers right, that. Harassy sort of horizontal right. lines. So it's really interesting. His stand roundhouse is like a mix between the fierce and strong. His old fierce. Cause yes, it has it's the, like old fierce. It's kind of like old fierce, but it has the range of stand strong. I didn't feel like it had the same range of stand fierce, but maybe it did. Maybe it was just because the game is zoomed out a little I bit. I think that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. But just overall, like I said, it just it, he felt super interesting to me. And... and it didn't feel like it was in a way that was kind of like that boring Dalsam from before where not using Dalsam, but trying to fight Dalsam. Yeah. It's like, I just got to bait him into hitting a button so I can jump over and sure. catch him off guard. And that's how you fight Dalsam. Right. right. And then he's totally asked out once close. Right. It doesn't feel that way to me anymore. Now it feels it's kind of like a more active in and active out right. you know, kind of thing. So I don't know. He seems super interesting. He, he definitely seems like he could be more dynamic. And yeah. he, even up close, he has better tools. His stand short and crouching jab and stand jab all chain. Yeah. And they, and they all combo into EX flame, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. puts the opponent at this excellent range. So um, that's something he's never had. Mm-hmm, he's never mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. chainable, hit confirmable <laughs> combos. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so uh, uh. That, that's really nice. Um, now, he might be bad. I have no idea. And maybe I'm wrong about the stance mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just sucks, but I do feel that we'll need at least more than a weekend right. to figure it out. So I, I'm not I'm not ready to pronounce one way or the other. Yeah, and things are going to change anyway. I'm sure so, they'll change. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just 
outside of Dalsam, I just want to add, kind of tack on to what you were talking about. I think Zangief is amazing. Like, oh. I want to main that character so bad now. Like when 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 you hit me with air pile driver, I could I could feel the cheesing come out. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> I could feel from, from sitting next to me. Dude. You were just like, oh. Air God. SPD is the best thing ever, dude. Air <laughs> SPD is the best thing ever. <laughs> that was so sick. It's just it's so good. And then I, I was watching how you were using the vacuum move, and yeah. you would do vacuum SPD, and people started jumping away, and I was just like. Oh yeah, you can definitely get air. Grab. I want to vacuum people and then jump air SPD them. Like it's like it's like the ultimate call out. It is. Like it's my favorite thing. It seriously. Is. Um, I, what I love too is that you can cancel stand short or whatever button into V trigger. So what you can do is like crouching short, crouching short, V trigger, get over here, and then if they're trying to jump out, you can just do buttons. <laughs> you just buttons them. Right, right. And if you see that they're blocking, cool, get back here. Right, you know? right, if right. not, hit, hit confirm super or whatever. And the craziest thing is V-Trigger is not even one-time use. No. Like, it goes away faster if you hold it, if yes. it spins more. But if you suck them in one time and they jump away, you can suck them in again. Uh -huh. Three times. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you, you, you got three it. times. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, dude, he's he's super. Keith is so good. He's so fun. So in fun. This game. He's he looks really fun. I mean, he felt really fun Agreed. to me. So Agreed. I, I feel like and being able to do forward fierce right through somebody's wake up dragon punch was like the <laughs> sickest call. Out. Well, it was back fierce, right? The armor one or the That's head fierce. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's reg. It's neutral yeah, fierce. Yeah, yeah. Neutral uh -huh, fierce. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neutral yeah. charge fierce mm -hmm. right through. And that thing reaches so far. Yeah. If you charge the fierce all the way, he punches really far. Like I hit someone, and it was like way further away than I thought it should have been. It was armored, and I get a soft knockdown on it, so I can advance, and it pushes them into the corner even more. I think it's plus on block too. Yeah, I couldn't get I, punished. I did it point blank, and then I immediately did pile driver, and the pile driver whiffed. <laughs> I think they're still in block stun. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm like, and and he has a parry. No, reversal specials don't break armor. Yeah, there's no such thing as armor breaker in this game. There's no such thing. It's not even a. Yeah, I mean, presumably if you have like a multi hit, wait, yeah, 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 and it won't uh, work like that. Uh, but with uh. Ryu, when Lord Hans did medium dragon punch, I was like, bam. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can tell that I'm excited for it, dude. He's I'm. Like, he is the character I'm by far most excited for right now. So, I, I want to play so much Zangief in any case. About Dalsum, you can check <laughs> out on Reddit r slash Street Fighter. Mm -hmm. um, uh, who put it up? Uh, Zacko Live put it up. A, a big rundown of Dalsum thoughts. He mm, tested okay, Dalsum okay. way more extensively than I did, way more than most people did. And he took a, a bunch of videos, too. So in case you're interested, there's a post on better.com slash r slash Street Fighter. Right, right. Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah, that was actually interesting. I played a little bit of Laura, too. So I was like, okay, she's in your face. She's got a command throw. She's got this really cool fireball set up. Yeah. I didn't really like her all that much. Yeah? She didn't feel that comfortable to me. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I played Defeat Lee. Uh-huh. And uh, he was doing cool stuff with okay, her, I felt. Okay, okay, Like, he just cool. was... It was a very offensive style. It was just hit confirming into whatever her elbow is, and then it was a pure mix-up between command grab, which beat mm. Geef's command grab in this oh, situation. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, or n more normals. You know, so it was really good, I thought, but uh, just very, very offensive. 
<laughs> Cammy, dude. I, I don't know if I can keep playing Cammy. She's like the one character that seems least interesting to me right now. So. Still seems boring, unfortunately. But I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else about Street Fighter Five to discuss? Well, I mean, there's some other news, but we can get to it later, later yeah. on. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get to it later on. What I kind of want to talk about, actually you brought this up, um, is just how much Marvel seems to have changed. Yeah. Yeah, I think that this is an interesting topic. For a while, Marvel 3 seemed like it was stagnant. Yeah, it was like zero teams, Virgil teams, done. Right, right. And most of the same people kept on winning, you know. For quite a while, it was like Mm. the same half dozen folks, and they won everything. Champ, Christy, Justin just won everything. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, uh, for a while, it seemed like, I felt like that was part of why people were talking about its demise. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It just felt stagnant. But in the last half year, that has not been the case at all. I really feel like it's been changing strongly. And this is sort of as somebody who I consider myself more of an outsider of that scene now. Mm-hmm, you know, for a long time I was playing it and commentating it and very heavily involved. But now I'm just sort of watching it. And this past weekend, Chris G lost Cosmos. At UMicon. In the mirror match. Yes. Mm-hmm. In, in the, the Mordi mirror match. Uh, and B won Canada Cup. Over folks like Filipino Champ. Uh, and down in Brazil, uh, Apollo beat whoever with Jill. Jill Spencer Doom. Right. right. But Jill on point. Jill on point. Right. Yeah, he won the Treda uh, tournament. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, you know, and of course, KBR won. Evo. Evo. Oh, Ray Ray was there as well, and he, he lost to, to B. Right. So it, it really feels like it's changing. Right, so the Frank West team won. And then not even right. players necessarily who are winning tournaments, but always placing high. Like Scamby has Team Resident Evil. Yeah, he was top eight at Canada Cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so, with Nemesis. Yeah, on. Nemesis. And there's just a lot of really interesting teams now being played. Yeah, what about like Ryan in Las Vegas with the crazy Oh, the, the Chun-Li Phoenix team. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He that was winning a lot too, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, really So is. it's just, yeah, you're right. It just feels like this game has reached another level. It's, it's it, you know, I almost want to call it like CVS2 was in Japan. Uh-huh. You know how uh-huh, CBS yeah. 2 just got to the point where it was like, oh, V is in Bison, game over. Right. And now, like, in Japan, like, there's crazy geese, Dalsam Maki teams. Uh, A-Group. Oh, A-Group. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and for quite a while in Japan, the best player was uh, Io with Dalsam Maki Rolento. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. So. so it's starting to feel like that with Marvel now. I don't know if it's just a lot of the top players are getting complacent or it's that situation again where the Zero and the Virgil strategies are so honed now, you know what they're capable of and you're just not scared of their mix-ups anymore. You you study so much on how to beat them and in fact, Zero just hasn't been doing well at a lot of tournaments. Like Virgil has been placing high still. Yeah. But we just don't see a lot of Zeros anymore. Well, I saw Hanzo post on the Marvel Reddit uh-huh. Which I subscribed to, uh-huh. and he had a post that was like, "Is Virgil actually that good?" And he had like these blow po- mm. points for like, "I'm not sure about this." And people in the rest of the thread like disagreed, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's an interesting question. He has some issues. I mean, it's completely valid because the thing about it is Virgil's weakness always is, even as like, because a lot of people use him as anchor, right? Because of Dark Virgil, but he's terrible on incoming. 
He has one of the yeah, weakest right. incomings. Like, if the opponent doesn't mess up, um, you know, like Viper and Lockdown Assist will kill Virgil on, coming, on incoming every single time. You know, there's just a lot. He, the character, yes, he's super buff, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't think Hanzo was saying the character's bad. It was right, just saying, right, right. is he as good as people think? So. Yeah, I mean, it could but be. But yeah, like, as you said, he has to think more about it. So. It could even be one of those situations where he's basically Cable. In MVC right, two, okay. which ca- he's or or old Sagat, old Sagat's uh-huh. not even the best character in the game, but he's so oppressive that he shuts down a certain chunk of the cast. Right, Cable shuts down a chunk of the cast. Right, right? but he's not the best character right. in the game. Right, That's so it, it just could be one of those situations where yes, Virgil is probably overall the most effective character, but even then, I almost feel like that for all kind of falls for Doom. Because he's, like, oh, he's, he's, like, on every team. Everybody has Doom. Yeah. Like we, were just, we were talking about Jill, right? Like, he, that team worked because he could hard tag to Doom. And do damage. Right. Yeah. I mean, but the nice thing is, obviously, with Jill at point, you still had to hit them. Yeah. And it's impressive that he was able to get away for that. So And he also had a, a, an X-Factor comeback to win the tournament mm-hmm, with Jill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, yes. gotcha, gotcha. It was cool. It was cool. Anyway, I just thought that that was an interesting point. You know, to to discuss a little bit because it does feel like the game has been changing, and that's awesome because hopefully that means that it'll help keep interest in it. And you know, it's it was very hype at Capcom Cup, by the way. Yeah, Canada Cup, right? Canada, Canada Cup. Cup. But yeah, I mean, kind of where where it's it's just showing that a lot of people are still researching it, still learning. I had made the comment a long time ago that I felt like there's still so much to learn about the game, just none of it beat Virgil or Zero. Uh-huh. But maybe, maybe that, it does. Maybe it does. So maybe it, it does. looks really good. All right. Yeah. Well, that was cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Well, those are some of the. That's some rambling that we do. Interesting topics, but yeah, obviously this weekend was an awesome event. So yeah, we should take a break, and when we come back, we can talk all about Canada Cup and just the craziness. That we'll talk about Yumicon yeah. as well. All right, be right back. What's up? Welcome back to the Tuesday. A couple big events happened this past weekend in the North, in North America. One of them, Canada Cup. That's right. That was a premier event. For Street so, Fighter 4. For Street Fighter 4, so the winner qualified. and That was people, how it was supposed to be. Right, anyway. that's how it was supposed to be, yeah. exactly. Spoiler alert. But um, it was, it was an awesome event. Yeah, I really had fun. I really, you know, we always have fun at Canada Cups. This is the first time it's been in Toronto. Noticeably more people. Yes. Way more people. Of course, mm-hmm. the Toronto area is much more heavily populated, and the sort of surrounding areas are the bulk of Canada's population is mm-hmm. around there. So, no surprise that they got more people, but I'm sure part of it as well was for the fact that uh, there were many top level players who traveled there uh, of their own volition to try to get points, right. to try to win the automatic qualifier for Capcom Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, I've said, I said many times to different people there, it was just like a lot of people are like, oh, Cap- Canada Cup was only big because everyone flew out there because it was a premier event. But, you know, I've told everybody, it's like, look, Lapchi's been putting on good events for years, yeah. and Capcom wouldn't have just handed anybody a premier event status you know, especially one that's in North America, yeah. right? So giving one to Canada was obviously just a trust in, in how well LabChi throws an event. And LabChi's events are always awesome. They're yeah. always so much fun. And not only that, but 
his after parties are pretty amazing too. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I, I just, I like the location because it's just easier for people to travel there than to Calgary. Calgary yeah, is right. really far west. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this Toronto, of course, from people who wanted to come there from Calgary and Vancouver is not very close, but it's, it's, it's not like in the middle, but it's like more than, right. you know, there are people there from Halifax and it was easier for them to get mm-hmm. there. And people, in fact, were there from right. Vancouver and Calgary. So. People were telling us that that area just has like most of Canada's population, right? Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so there's just that. Southern many Ontario people. and then Montreal area. That's like, we got to meet a, a lot of cool people, you know, from the Toronto area and such like that. We got to see a lot of new players that yeah. we hadn't heard of before. I mean, look, shout-outs to Jimmy Fierce ah, because I that guy was sick. Dude. Yeah. I, I, I became such a fan of how he was playing. Obviously, we've seen him before, but Snafu also played super well, too. Uh, Robertson, who we had never heard of before mm. before then, beating Hagajin. That's right. That was Honda. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there was just a lot of really great play. B, obviously, winning uh, Marvel. It's just the, the Canadians played really well at that event. Yeah, I know people are going to be like, they didn't make top eight. Dude, a lot of people didn't make top eight yes. at this event. So, But there was just a lot of really, really good play, I, I felt like, from the Canada scene. And I was super yeah. happy because, I mean, a lot of those players are from the Toronto area and everyone was telling us, like, they just don't travel. They don't get to go out to any of these events. So, Yep. Well, you want to go through the... Sure. Street Fighter 4 results. So 13th places tied were Razor Xian with Gen, EG Ricky with Elena, MOV, Ibuki, CCG Air, Poison. 9th places Kazunoko Yun, EG Justin Wong, Rufus Elena, R. Kapamise, Makoto, and RB Bonchan Sagat. Mm-hmm. That's a good list of people who did not make top 8. <laughs> Pretty good indeed. Top 8, 7th places were Mad Cats Mago, Yang, and 801 Yubiken, Jace the Ace. C Viper and Capret. Fifth places were Razor Itabashi Zangief. Is he Razor still? Is that yeah, that's, that's he, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh-uh. Anyway, with Zangief. Then Red Bull Bun uh, Red Bull Snake Eyes with Zangief as well. Avermedia Gamer B got fourth with Elena and Adon. E.G. Momochi got third with Ken, Evil Ryu, and Guy. Second place was Razor Fudo with Fei Long and winner of the whole thing, Mad Cat's Tokido with Akuma. That's right. And that top three, top Yeah, he's four. not Razor anymore. There you go. The chat, oh, chat is bracking me up on this. There oh, you go. okay, okay. I didn't know he left. Okay. I don't know what happened. Okay. But, um, yeah, seriously, the, the top three matches, maybe even top four matches, I mean, that was some of the most intense Street Fighter that I've ever seen. Like, probably yeah. some of the highest level Street Fighter that I have seen. I think I agree with that. Some of those sets in particular were, were amazing. I really... Grand Finals were fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Fudo yeah. versus, versus Tokido Akuma. I thought that that was really, really impressive. I loved watching... Uh, what was it? Omochi versus somebody I thought was really impressive. Um, Might have even been Fudo, right? It was, it was Gamer B. Oh, okay. It was okay, Gamer B okay. because they played at Evo Grand Finals mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was really close. Mm-hmm. And then I loved seeing Momochi's adaptations in, yeah. in this in this time around. So I thought that those were the ones that really stuck out for me. Um, there were some others that had really hype moments, but I thought those were like the most sort of right, right, right. solid. So. Yeah, I mean, like I said, just between all the players that were playing up there, including Snake Eyes and Itabashi and Mago and all these guys, like, they 
That, that group of players in that top eight played some of the best footsies I've ever seen in Street Fighter Four during the course of that top eight. Yeah, I'm, you I'm with you. I said that during the after show. And also, you know, we should, we, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, um, I just felt like it was such a good example of, like, if you want to learn about footsies, like, watch carefully what everyone did in this tournament. And it was just refreshing to see because Street Fighter Four, a lot of people have said, has devolved into set play and stuff like that, including myself. I've even said that mm. a few times. But this event... Like, the way that it went, especially with the way, like, Fudo and Tokido and Momochi and Gamer B were all playing, it just didn't, it didn't feel like that at all. So. Yeah, it's not, it's not just a late wake-up at this point. Of course, that did make a huge difference. Right. right. But it's also the fact that everybody knows everybody else's setup at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, like, it's very rare to see a new setup. And, mm-hmm. like, I'll notice it on commentary, and I'm sure the p- person playing notices it as well, because it's so rare now to see something that's brand new. Right, right. So you know what to expect. When you see somebody do a cross-up or, or some setup. You see them with some buttons that you've seen a thousand <laughs> times. You know whether it's going to cross right, up or right, not. Right, you've right. Seen it. Like, nobody gets hit by, like, in the corner, jump towards short now. Because it used oh, to be like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's going to yeah, cross yeah. up. Uh-huh. But, or, in fact, some of them do cross up, but they always land in the front. And so right, you, right, you know the difference right. now. So I feel like that's a big part of it. Right, right, right. No, I mean, I, I was in particularly really impressed with the way Tokido played. Like, I just felt like yeah. he put on some new level of defense that I've never seen before. And it was just really refreshing to see. Yeah. You know, and, and especially, too, because, too, the way that he reacted at the end was, like, super emotional, dude. <laughs> yeah, you could tell. And in that interview that he had afterward with uh, uh, Mike. Mikey R., yeah. um, he, he even said that, you know, he's been working on that stuff. Right, because he, he said that he hasn't legitimately won... A tournament. Right. He got in on that second place technicality. He got second to Mago twice, right? right? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. So he didn't quite feel like he had earned his way in just yet. And so he was super happy to win that one. I thought that was super awesome. Agreed. So, yeah. so when he like pointed at the cameras like, I did it for you. I was just like, oh, Tokido. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> so awesome. That was very cool. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I felt bad for Jace that he got eliminated by somebody in SoCal. <clears throat> you know, just that was an unfortunate matchup. Dude, but. there were so many team kills going on. Yeah, EG, that's EG, that. You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's fine. That's the way. It's it just goes. too bad because that was Jace's last chance to qualify. You know, if right, he got right. him top four at least in this, uh, assuming the people above him who were auto qualifiers, he would have qualified. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's making it to DreamHack. Yeah. As far as I know. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, that was his last chance, so that's unfortunate. But everybody else in there is already qualified, so it's no surprise, I think, that these are the people who are there. Because, and even just outside of it, Kazunoko, Justin, Bonchan, Shen, uh, a bunch of these people have already qualified as well. People who are just outside of top eight, so yeah. it's cool. Yeah, I'm also look. I know a lot of people find it boring or lame, whatever, but I really liked Justin going with Elena now. It just it fits him so much better. He just needs to solidify his links a little bit. Yes, and he'll be fine. That's it's sort of just links and a little bit more matchup knowledge. I was sitting with Defeat Lee while he was playing, while Justin was playing, mm-hmm. and Defeat Lee, big Elena fan, and uh, Defeat Lee was like moaning the whole time about like some of Justin's choices, like oh he doesn't know about whatever or uh-huh. he didn't get this combo or that was the wrong combo. Right, you know? right. So if Justin can figure that stuff out and I'm sure he will and he's going to be really really good because yeah. even as is he got very far he got ninth place with her right right and and to be honest with you Justin's always kind of been like that 
You know what I mean? He's never been that kind of. Don't tech expect junkie. strong tech. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. He's never been a tech junkie. No, he's not going to maximize his combos. That that dude was the best player in the U.S. without using Kara throw with Chun Li and third strike. Right. Okay, so and that's that's the character. That's the guy we're talking. And about. he never could do custom combos in CVS too. Yeah. Right, like 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 legit. Yeah. I mean, he could do like Vega slide, flash kick, roundhouse, right, 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 whatever, yeah. like that stuff, like that. But like he can never do bison paint the fence or right. anything like that. So, but yeah, he's not gonna maximize that kind of stuff. Right, so. but he'll he'll be very very strong with that character once he once he nails it down completely. <laughs> right, exactly. So yeah, Storm Kubo didn't make top eight, even though he looked ridiculous Dude, the day before. Same with Dominion. Storm Kubo didn't make it out of pools. Pools. Even. He did not make it out of pools. Yeah. 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 Hagijin didn't go that far. You know, there were definitely some upsets in this tournament, but mm -hmm. it was really strong. Yeah. Okay, anything else about SF4? Uh, nope, let's go forward here. Marvel 3. Seven oh, did you want to talk about the team tournaments a little bit? Oh, yeah, why not? Uh, I mean, we could just say that um, USA won the 5-on-5, five five, which was 801 Strider, Smug, Diminian, PR Balrog, and Snake Eyes. They took it in grand finals over Team Japan, which was Kitasenju DJ, Misei, Hagijin, Itazan, and Storm Kubo. And even though Storm Kubo was on fire that whole entire time, Dominion just like was on some, like he was on some level that I've never seen before, and he was playing so strong. And, and and it's funny too because we had that conversation with him at one point where that you know we were saying Knuckle Dude did better against Snake Eyes than he did, and he seemed kind of like frustrated by that, and he was like, well maybe I should just turn off my brain or something like that. And I was, and, and you know, I know I said this thing. I was just like, you have to be more random sometimes. Like, if you play totally logical, it doesn't always work. And he started doing meaty flash kicks all day during that tournament. And it almost seemed like he was kind of ashamed of it in a weird way because you even said to him afterwards, like, good job. And he was just like shaking his head. And you're like, don't shake your head. And it worked. <laughs> and it was perfect. It worked super well. He had some beautiful reads in there. So. Yeah. And I, I know we're not the only people to have given him that advice. It's mm -hmm. something that many people have been saying. Right, so I'm, right. I'm glad that he did start doing that. He lost to two DiCaprios. Yeah. That's that's what ended up happening to him. He tried a counter pick and it didn't work. And he just went back to Guile. So that's something he's going to have to think about. That matchup looked like it sucked. It did look like, like it sucked. I didn't know it was that bad, but then, yeah. It looked tough. That looked really, really bad. So. It looked tough for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Canada won, got third. UK, two people, <laughs> got fourth place <laughs> in the right. team tournament. That's right. Above Canada, too. Right. That's embarrassing. Uh, and then even on the 3v3 team tournament, Dominion won it with Dominion, Shen, and Gamer B. Yeah. So. Wow, they, they beat... Kiyosenju, DJ, Misei, and Hagaji, who are on the Japan team as well. So yeah, yeah. Dominion got the better of them twice. So. Well, uh, time for Marvel? Yep, let's do Marvel. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, seventh place. EGK Brad with Trish, Virgil, Dante. Also Jeopardy with Zero, Nova, nice. and Iron Man. Yeah, that was cool he went out there. Mm -hmm. Fifth was Mr. Trite with Zero, Hawkeye, Virgil. Fifth also was Quackbot, who was playing as uh, Barry Togard, if I remember correctly, which was hilarious. <laughs> Um, Wolverine, Sentinel, Rocket, Magneto, Doom, Phoenix. Fourth was GB, Not Enough Damage, with Zero, Doom, Virgil. Third was PG, Filipino Champ, with Magneto, Dormammu, Doom, and Magneto, Doom, Phoenix. Second place was Ray Ray, with Magneto, Doom, Sentinel. First place, like we mentioned, was CCG, B-Ball, with Spencer, Frank West, and Dante. Yeah, it was really cool talking to Justin afterwards. 
Um, and he basically just said that B played super smart, made all the right decisions and such. So, um, you know, it's it's really cool to see him do well. He doesn't get to travel as much. Yeah. And uh, he's definitely, you know, using a lesser seen team because obviously Frank West has that problem that if you don't get the first hit and Frank West comes in level one, it's like problematic, but... He, he did okay in it, actually, in those situations. Right. He was not always asked out. So that yeah, was cool. he, he's basically learned how to play unoiled Hakan very well, yeah. you know, essentially. So, yeah, he just, he, he played really well. I'm super happy for him. So, and I know the whole country, every all the Canadians in the room were cheering for him. So I guess I said Scamby got top eight in this, but that, uh, it's not accurate. I'm not, oh. Maybe I was thinking about, that happened recently? I feel like that happened recently. Anyway. I guess he just missed it or something like that. So Anyway, it was really cool. You know, the crowd was really hyped for it. And, of course, no surprise because their Canadian won it. Mm-hmm. Especially, mm-hmm. you know, uh, B, who has been really good for a long time. So that was cool. Right, right. Fun to watch. All right. I didn't see any of this, unfortunately. I want to go back and see. Mortal Kombat X, 7th place, YTZ, BA, Winter Wars with Tempest, Kung Lao. 7th also, EMPR Death with A-List Johnny. Fifth was uh, Saki with Summoner Kwan. Fifth also MTL Jur with Hishkuten Predator. Fourth was CR Biohazard with Lackey, Vicious, and Ruthless Ferator. <laughs> wow, okay. Nice. Okay. Third was his bro, CR Honeybee with Swarm Queen Dvora. Second place, CR Gunshow with Gunslinger Aaron Black and Heavy Weapons Jax. And then winner was Hayate with Ronin Takeda. Hmm. That's why I want to go back and see... So Ronan has been buffed significantly, right? but uh, still hasn't really shown up in that kind of way. So I'm really interested to see like what he did, especially beating... I mean, Honeybee is one of the best players right. in the uh-huh. world, so that's, right, right. Uh-huh. that is very cool. That uh, I, Did they play directly? Let me see. I'm not, I'm not actually sure. Like I said, I didn't get to see this. Uh, maybe they did not, but... Okay. Um, I get, actually, he started top eight in losers. Wow. That's impressive. So he came all the way back. Anyway, that's cool. Sounds like a, like it was a fun time. Okay. Guilty Gear Exert signed. Seventh place, Yuri Sage. Seventh also, Thello with Axel. Fifth, FNMK2 May. Fifth also, Bryce with Potemkin. Fourth was Jabir with Zato. Fifth, uh, third was FNM US Orca Ninja with Potemkin. Second, FNM US Killawale with Bedman Kai. And then winner, Kazunoko Soul. Yeah, not a surprise there. Kazunoko's basically been winning all these events just because he's been going to a lot of the premier events and stuff. So he's like, I might as well take some free money in in Guilty Gear while I'm here. It's true. It's true. It's like obnoxious, but that's totally accurate. I mean, when we talked to, you know, uh, who? Edwin was uh, Edwin, right? Yeah, okay. So we were talking to Edwin. And um, he basically just said it didn't look like anybody could really challenge Kazunoko much at all. So, <laughs> but shoutouts to two Potemkins making it in there, top eight. So yeah, the that was cool. I mean, it's funny once we get to the Blaze Blue uh, finish uh, results, there were two Tagers in there. Spoiler. Same dudes. Yeah. Oh, was it the exact same two guys? I didn't even notice that. Okay, okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. But yeah, there was two Potemkins in Guilty Gear, and then there was two Zangius in Street Fighter. So seriously, like, event, it was the event of the grapplers, right? So there you go. Well, speaking of Blaze Blue Chrono Phantasma Extend, mm-hmm. seventh was DFBL Gachaman with uh, Valkenhayn. 
Seventh was Klim with Azrael. Fifth was Beemeister with Kokonoe. Fifth, level five Chan, Tsubaki. Fourth, FNM US Orca Ninja, mm -hmm. Tager. Third, Bryce, Tager. Second, Psychotic, Carl. And first was Apocalypse with Hazama. Mm -hmm. This was fun. Um, I watched it. And, and I was impressed and happy that the crowd was super into it, actually. Like, the crowd... Oh, yeah, yeah. The, like, Canada crowd... I don't know if it's, like, a Canadian specialty to be really into Blaze Blue, but that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a third-to-last game, and the crowd was full, and, like... There was people standing in, like, the aisles, just, like, yeah. yelling and screaming for their teammates. And that was awesome. And stuff like that, yeah. That was really, really cool, and the dude who won it was not from the area. Everybody wanted Psychotic Golden, <laughs> but uh, Apocalypse from Western Canada right, took it. Right, so. right. Yeah, very cool to see Takers up there for myself, you know. I, I don't... I don't really know Blaze Blue very well now, mm -hmm. but I watch it all the time, exclusively Tager matches. <laughs> right. <laughs> I literally forward through uh -huh. videos, and I'm like, is there a Tager in here? Forward, 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 forward. Oh, there's no Tager? Next one. Next one. <laughs> I do that well, constantly. It was so. funny because I came downstairs. My, my only reference for the game now. Because right, I slept in a little bit, right? And then when I came down and Blaze Blue was running, I saw Tager on screen, and I was like, David's got to be where is he? And I couldn't find you. I was like, uh, David's missing some Tager, but yeah. I saw Tager. Yeah, you saw you saw it afterwards, but I know you were also playing some Street Fighter Five. It's so, true, it's know. true. Yeah, I actually <laughs> walked downstairs with the intention to watch the rest of the Blaze Blue. Uh, uh. And then uh I guess it was uh Toshin was like, Hey, do you wanna play some five? And I was like, Nah, I'm good, I'm gonna go in and then he, I got sucked into it. So, that was that was unfortunate, but it was oh, fun. Man. It was fun. Killer Instinct. Third was OBE EMPR Death Monkey with Spinal. Second place was Rise Mixed Squared with Maya, Cinder, and Sidira. And then Rebello with TJ Combo. Mm -hmm. Won the whole thing. Uh, he introduced himself to me there. It was cool. I'd never met him. Which one? Rebello? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Smash Bros. Wii U. Seventh was JPEDS Diddy. Seventh, Astro Lucario. Fifth, Ice Ninja Palutena. Fifth, EGE Krim Foish. With Diddy, fourth was HOH Supergirl Kells with Sonic, third Yo with Sheik, second Boreal Holy with Rob, first Boreal Ally with Mario. We were told that it was very cool that Palutena made it up there, not considered a particularly strong character, so that's really cool. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, Smash Bros. Melee, seventh were LP Rain EX and EMG Nun, fifth were Ryan Ford and Kirby Kaze. Then fourth was CT the Moon, third DJ Nintendo, second Duck, first EG PPMD. Yep, no surprises there. When PPMD showed up, it was like, okay. <laughs> That's cool. King of Fighters 13, Hopper Lee with Exiori, Exkyo, and Kim. Then third was Hype TSF with Exiori, Karate, Kim. Second, Alvin with Jeez. King Kim Karate, Duelon Vice Kim, Exiori Vice Kim. EX Yori Kim Karate. Wow. Okay. First was Karn with Kula, Elizabeth, and Chin. Hmm. Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown. Fourth, Aoi with Ahoy. Um, <laughs> Death of Scrubs <laughs> with Vanessa. Third. Second, Cobration with uh, Kage. Cage. Oh, oh did you go because um, yeah. he turned and looked at me, so I was like, oh, okay, so sorry. I know, it's pronounced. I know, sorry, I, I ruined that one, sorry. First was OG23 with Vanessa. Tech Attack Tournament 2. Yeah, third. some people are asking, did Tokido not enter KOF 13? Tokido only focuses on Street Fighter now. I don't even think he plays other games yeah, at the events anymore, bad, just to not distract himself. I think so. you're right. Yeah. 
Tekken Tag Tournament 2, third was uh, Mishimized with Devil Jin, Armor King, mm -hmm. and Heiachi Kazuya. Second was Noctis with Brian Bob. First was FA Prodigal Son, Reinhardt, with Kazuya Heihachi. Dang, a Capcom player won Tekken. Dang, Capcom players. Oh, wow, they won Guilty Gear and Tekken. I know, right? That's These Capcom sad. players, man. Come on, God. come on, folks. Skullgirls Encore. Fourth, Gandalf the Black, Penguin Fukuo Valentine. Third, Sam, Valentine Fukuo Squiggly. Second, Hiropon, Peacock, Big Band, Eliza. World Gem won it with Misfortune Fukuo Doubled. Mm -hmm. DOA 5 last round. Fourth was Mac with Pies. Third, OG23 with La Mariposa and Alpha152. Second was Yearlunger with Helena. First, Force of Nature was first with Ayane and Momiji. And Persona 4 Arena Ultimax to round it out. Fourth, level 5 Chan Show. Chacha Man third with Mitsuru. Second was Psychotic with Minazuki, Aegis, and Yosuke Hanamura. Then winner was Senor Saturno with Aegis. See, I'm telling you, man. There you go. I need to stop this trolling thing because everyone's like, dude, Reinhardt used to play Tekken. He won at Evo. Wow, nobody gets it, huh? Come on. <coughs> But if I were to say that, in fact, I have said that. Yes. Uh, and I think people got it. Actually, no, that's not true. Not everybody got it. Oh, really? And oh, that's right. I remember on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Not Twitter, everybody got Twitter, it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, Brian Hart's been playing Tekken since forever. Yeah, I know. On. We were the ones being like, come on, this guy's not yeah. a Capcom player. Yeah. That's anyway. Where, yeah, anyway. Okay. I'm sure people get it. Okay. okay. Um, so what was cool was that Canada Cup was not just Street Fighter Four tournament, which is really how I felt previous Canada Cups were, uh -huh, uh -huh. and like maybe there was like Marvel tacked onto it, but this one had many more games and like legit crowds and uh -huh. many good players for other games. That yeah, was this awesome. Was, this was the first time that um, Smash Brothers was there. Mm -hmm, there you so, go. Yeah. Uh -huh. There you go. Yeah, but all it was right. just it was really cool to see all those people make it out there. There was a lot of people at the event. We got to meet a lot of cool people. Yeah. Had a lot of the Toronto guys come up and introduce themselves to us. Yeah, that was cool. So, yeah, some people even like came from, like even further east. Like one guy was just like, he thought it was in Calgary. Literally booked the ticket to Calgary, and then found out it was in Toronto, and was like, whoops! And what? so he booked the flight to Toronto. He just ate that cost. Yikes! But he really wanted to come, and he said he was super happy, and he wouldn't have missed it. And such. Did he so. say where he was from? I, I think he was the one that was from Moncton or, or, or something Oh, like Moncton that. dude, yeah. yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Harvey, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that, him. Right? that was him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's very unfortunate. But he I mean, said, that's, yeah, that's He said sucks, he had the time of his life, and he was awesome. just like, man. He seemed like a nice to, dude. I, I got to meet all these people and hang yeah. out with a bunch of people and stuff. Like, he seemed super happy. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we also did a wrap-up show. Right, so you and I <laughs> did this little shindig where after Marvel 3 ended, we brought on people to talk about Smash and Gear and Blah Blue and Marvel. Mm -hmm. And I just wondered what people thought about it, because I tried to look up feedback. feedback and I didn't find anything. See, that's the, always the interesting thing, because I always feel like if there's no feedback, then maybe it went well. Yeah, that could be the case, but... Because um, if it sucked, people would tell us. I mean, you're probably right, I guess. <laughs> I just want to know what people thought. If you thought it sucked, please say it. Yeah, I know, like, right? Uh, we we, we didn't have that much time to do it, because it was basically while they were setting up a Street Fighter 4, we were like, we mm -hmm. might as well do a... Might as well do something constructive. So. Right. So, I mean, we did that one. Then we also did the thing after Capcom Cup was over. We also talked for a long time, just kind of like we did at SCR. We just yeah. kind of did a little wrap-up stuff. 
So I hope people are. I mean, I I, I want to know what people thought of it. So is there yeah. a raffle going on? In no, the chat because right now? someone mentioned raffle. Because apparently, um, Lapchi said there was some raffle or something like that. So now all of a sudden, everyone's just well. Mubot said people have been added to the raffle. Yeah, because the raffle is still on. I think. I never oh yeah. Shut down There's the no raffle going on, folks. All right, look here. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm drawing a winner. Oh, draw! Yeah, that's I'm hilarious. I'm gonna draw a winner. Okay. I'm gonna draw a winner. Okay, well, let's let's give them thirty seconds to see that we've said that we're gonna draw a winner, so everybody can say raffle. Okay, okay. And pound to do uh, exclamation mark raffle to enter the raffle. We're gonna draw a winner. Exactly, exactly. In the meantime, please let us know if you thought those wrap up shows sucked or if they were okay. Just right. like tweet us as something. well at Ultra Chen TV so we can go back and take a look at yeah. it and stuff like. Because if you're putting it in the chat, we can't see anything really very well. So. Okay, all right. You wanna close it off at an arbitrary. Yeah, let's do this. Okay, I'm going to draw the winner right now, all right? The winner of our raffle is... Aikuta! Wow, okay, wow. I've seen him before. Yeah, okay, okay. E-I-K-O-U-T-A. He you gets, haven't won anything. You, no, he won applause. Polite golf clap. Congratulations, you are the winner of the golf clap. All right, time to close this raffle. Done. Raffle is closed. All right. <sighs> what are we talking about now? <laughs> That's it for Canada Cup. It was all. It's cool to go out to Canada Cup because there's always like a fun after party, and we went to some place and hung out with folks, and that was awesome. And I guess there was a stream going on, and I heard that one Mago got totally lit. And was on stream. Dude, he got lit. Flux almost died. Oh, Flux almost died. MLB, MLB was going crazy, too. Really? So, oh, yeah. that's hilarious. MLB was going kind of nuts, so. And I also said, I talked with Storm Kubo briefly. Uh-huh. Because, you know, Kim1234 told me that he was Cristo and Kubobu. So I was right. like, are you? Because I saw him speaking English to other people. Oh, okay, okay. So I went up to him and I was like, are you Cristo and Kubobu? And he was like, old names. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well... Kim1234 told me that he wants you to play Rufus again, and he had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> no idea. So he doesn't know who Kim... <laughs> no, he probably does. He just right, didn't get... Right, right, right. And, he just and know with Rufus, he was like... I, I was finally like... I got something out of him, and he was uh -huh, like, uh -huh. Hugo, my favorite character. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, okay, that's, I get it. Mm, yeah. You don't want to play Rufus anymore. Right, that's right. cool. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. But that so it was it was a fun little after party, and it was fun to hang out with some friends. Yeah, and, it was really cool because a lot of them could speak a little bit of English. A lot of the Japanese players. I was talking with Itazan as well, and and such. So it was kind of funny. Storm Kubo came by, hung out on the table that I was sitting at, and stuff like that. So, but yeah, no, it was it was really cool. By far, my favorite moment. Um, it was B. B was just like, he was kind of drunk at the time, too. Lapchi was done, but I mean, Lapchi is yeah, always done. But he was just like, dude, Lapchi, you are the best. And he just started randomly pointing to everyone. It's like, you, what do you think of Lapchi? And the guy's like, Lapchi's the best. And then he pointed at me. He was like, James, James, what do you think of Lapchi? I was like, I walked over and gave Lapchi a hug. And I was like, Lapchi is a god, right? He's like, see, there you go. And like, he just kind of spiraled. And then eventually we got into a Lapchi chant. Wow. I was actually super happy. Where was that? that? This was in the back area. Really? I don't yeah. remember that. Uh, we got into a Lap Chi chant, and I was super happy because Lap Chi is the best. Like, I mean, seriously, the, the the amount of work that he put into trying to keep this Canada scene alive and stuff like that, like, I think is fantastic. So, my, my favorite part was just talking with local Canadians because mm -hmm. I get to see the Japanese players all the time, and I get to see like a bunch of other people all over the place. So I can talk mm -hmm. to them whenever. 
So right. I just thought it was cool to like talk with some locals about yeah, stuff, yeah. and uh-huh. that was great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Absolutely. so yeah, I guess there there was also in the salty sweet there was that money match between uh, Mishinobi and Starmie G. I didn't get to see a lot of it, but I heard Mishinobi won that one ten three. So yeah, we were doing other stuff. I think we were like, do we go out to, out to eat? I think or? we were eating at the time. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, we were being old people. But yeah, no, it was it was really cool. And even there at the after party, a lot of people came up to me and said, you know, hi and all these things like that. And I, I was really touched by a lot of the people that showed up there to express their, you know to express just to say hi and stuff like that so although it was funny one of the guys running capcom canada cup was sitting at my table and apparently there's a law in ontario that at 2 30 all the alcohol leaves the table really like that's just it you're done like there's nothing you can do so like huh. one of them poured like the drink and they took away the picture and everything so he yeah. was like i still have at least this drink wow and the lady came by and was like, no, I have to take the drink. He's like, I this is not how it works. And, and then she like literally rips the drink out of his hand. And he was like, I'm never coming back. This place is bad. Like, he was so mad. Dude. Wow. He was so mad. He should have just chugged the drink. <laughs> Get it together up there. <laughs> Canadians. Yeah. Hopefully they'll learn how to drink one day. Dude, I don't know why PR Rock bet on F-Champ over Hagajin. Did he? Yeah, apparently he lost four hundred dollars betting on that. Yikes! Like people are saying, but when did they did they play in the salt? In the salt? No, in the in the after party after after, oh, party. after party. And I was just like, I was like, that's not even a bad matchup for Zangief anymore. And I don't think it is. And Pierre Some people was, do. Pierre Rob was fair. like, that's a bad matchup, and I was like, it's not. It's not. Some bad people bad think it's bad. bad. So, oh well. You know. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> You want to talk about Yumicon 2015? Yes, let's move on to Yumicon. Yumicon 2015. After my pregnant pause, in which I will insert an ad in YouTube. Oh, nice. Good stuff. Yes. Good stuff. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. Oh, Cha-ching. man, that's got to be 20, 30 cents. Um, <laughs> Yumicon happened, and I was, ha- I was sorry that it happened at the same time, because... I really enjoyed going to Yumicon in the past, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't get to go this year, obviously. I- I've only been to one, and it's still one of the favorite, my favorite events that I've ever been to. So. It's so cool, and and I did see pictures of the game room again, and it looked awesome. Mm-hmm. It looked awesome. You know, I remember it. We were there playing uh, old games until like four or five a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, just playing third and CBS two and CST and whatever. That was really really fun. So I was, you know, sorry that we couldn't make it, but it sounded like they got some reasonable commentators like Eris was there and uh, I believe that uh, per- Persia and Yipes were there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eris uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, was... Uh, I'm, you know, I'm super happy that Eris is getting flown out to do commentary now. Yeah, I me too. I think that's fantastic. It, it really is. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Very happy about that. Street Fighter Four. Yes, go for it. Results, top eight. Seventh were Kaker with Evil Ryu and Rock Dan Hawk. Fifth, Corn SG with Dawson. Hmm. Hmm. Fifth, also Corn Double Chip with Yang. Fourth, KFQ. Wow, Q. With E Honda and Oni. Third, F3 Flipside Alucard with Sagat and Hugo. Second was Tempo Chris G with Sakura. And winner, Wolf Crone with a C Viper. Defending champion. He won last year, didn't That's, he? That sounds right. Oh no, he won. What was it two years it ago? It was two years ago that we were there, right? 
He won that well, one. Well, I think he actually might have won last year as well. So he might be a three-time champion? I'm not confident. Okay, enough, okay. Fair enough. In any case, almost everybody in there is from the Detroit area. They have a, they have a pretty good scene, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, so that was cool. I, it, we didn't it, get to see it, of course. It, it feels like um, this weekend was actually a, not, a, not a bad weekend for Dalson players. We had Champ beating Pro Fluke, Snafu beating... You know, Ryan Hart's young. That's we got true. a fifth place Dalsam over here. We also had Snafu getting dumped by maybe Momochi. Oh, Snake Eyes. Do you remember? Snake? I don't on remember. the team tournament, Snake Eyes beat him like 92 seconds on the clock, oh, like right. two rounds in a row. That's right, yeah. That was really... We also scary. had F-Champ losing to Pro Fluke. Yeah, like, after Austria. Austria, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so you know me, I always have to say that there's some downside. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I didn't get to see it, unfortunately. Hopefully I'll... Get a chance to check out the archives. Archives. I think Callisto had the stream. So, Mortal Kombat X results. Seventh place is V Man and C R Footwork. I didn't know that they picked him up mm. with A List Johnny. Fifth also or fifth, GGA Dizzy with A List Johnny. Fifth also Tempo Chris G with Reptile Deceptive. Fourth was JWE Comp Bros with Kobajutsu Tanya. Third was Dark Fire with Special Ops Cassie. Second was Flipside Alucard, Sun mm. God Kotokan. Winner, Yomi Forever King, Summoner Quan Chi. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Kotokan, so good. I mean, that's right in... Well, that used to be Forever King's home area, right? I mean, he's from Ohio, so... Oh, okay, okay, Drive okay, to Detroit okay. is not very far, but... But he's in Atlanta now, so, right... Atlanta, yeah. yeah okay. I don't know if he's so away from Yomi for now mm-hmm. or what the deal is, but yeah, okay. he definitely lives in Atlanta. Um, that's cool to see a Spec Ops Cassie, because that character is mm. cool. But okay. BG Callisto said that the Yumicon vids will eventually be up at youtube.com slash the Sausage King. Yeah. Right, so... And I'm subscribed. Oh, okay, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. And you know, I can honestly say that I am not subscribed, but that okay. is because I have subscribed to zero YouTube channels. What? I've never subscribed to a YouTube You don't have to pay for it. I know. I just, for some reason, I've just never bought it. It's really it. handy. I don't know. Like, there's no channel that I'm really that into. Really? really? Except, I guess the only one that I've kind of religiously tried to watch most of the videos is, is last week with John Oliver, but that, outside of that, like, I barely watch anything. Like, I don't religiously watch things. On I'm YouTube. subscribed to that one. I'm subscribed to, like, just a butt-ton of fighting game channels. And it's basically fighting games, ASMR, and last week tonight. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually really sad because, like, a long time ago, if I did subscribe, I probably would have subscribed to Thug Notes, but that thing has changed so drastically. So Thug Notes was the best. I'm not familiar with Thug Notes. Thug Notes was awesome. Yeah. Apparently it was, in fact, Comp Bros who used Special Ops Cassie. Mm, okay. Thanks for okay. the correction. Okay, cool. I don't even subscribe to Ultra Gen TV. Wow. What a I jerk. I don't even subscribe to it. So. I subscribe to Ultra Gen TV. Do you really? Yeah, why so not? So when you upload videos, you get notifications? I, I want to see it because that that makes it, that like shows me that it was properly uploaded and is public. Yeah, fair enough. So fair enough. It's like important okay, for me okay, to see okay, that. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah. All right, well, with that out of the way. <laughs> That's right, I'm too hipster to subscribe to anything. Smash Bros. Melee, top eight. Seventh were Lane and Heartstrings. Fifth were Liam Butler and Paper. Fourth was Juggle Guy. Third, Beach. Second, Anther. First, KJH. I do not have characters. 
Smash Bros. Wii U, 7th place, Norm with Sheik, and also 7th, Afro Toad Yoshi. 5th, GGA Dan with Mario. 5th, also, GGA Demetis with uh, Captain Falcon. 4th, GGA Knight with Rosalina Luma. 3rd was K-Seb with Fox. 2nd, Pulse Ryuga with Ike. 1st, Pulse Zenodo with Diddy Kong. I know that GGA plays Smash Wii U because I'm subscribed to G the GGA... Galloping Ghost Arcade YouTube channel, mm, and I okay. see them uploading their Wii U matches all the time. Nice. Okay, okay, okay. So I was aware of that. Okay. I will have you know. Ultimate Marvel 3, top 8, 7th, Elgod, KP with Wolvie, Spencer, Arthur. 7th, oh, is that, that's Kinder Party. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, KP. Yes. 7th was Alex Revived with Zero Arthur Doom. Fifth, TFA, OMG, it's Andre with Wesker, Magneto, Virgil. Fourth, all, I mean, also fifth, Korn, Iconic with Wolfie, Doom, Dormammu. Fourth, Korn, JDM with Zero, Virgil, Doom. Mm -hmm. Third was KPB, Prodigy with Magneto, Doom, Dormammu. Second, Tempo, Chris G, Morgan, Virgil, Doom, but winner, as we said before, <laughs> PAG, Cosmos with Morgan, Virgil, and Doom. Yeah, and it wasn't even just one of those situations where it was like Chris G just kind of had a brain fart for a little bit because it was a three, I think it was 3-2, three, 3-2. Two, three, two. I'm pretty sure that's what I saw that I the, heard that, the score yeah. was. So Cosmos actually came from loser's bracket yeah. and won two sets in a row. Yeah. So shout-outs to him for, for pulling that off. So, that's awesome. And, I mean, we were talking to Justin on the after show. We even started talking about Yumicon a little bit. And even Justin was saying not a lot of people give Cosmos any credit. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Hopefully, people will be more willing to give him credit now. So Sounds good. <clears throat> Guilty Gear Extra Sign, 7th. Juicy Chicken, Zato, and El God Sledge. Sledge Rhina with Zato. 5th, Tempo Chris G with Chip. Yeah, he was joking about that. He's like, my blocking is godlike. I have no offense, but I can block really well. Wow, that so. seems like exactly the wrong character to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Exactly. Uh, anyway, fifth, SRM Lano with Ramlethal. Fourth was Corn Axis the Beast with Leo. Third, DC the Arm with Ram. Second, Enraku with Elfelt. And Chosen Ninja won it with Milia. Okay. Killer Instinct. I think this is a pretty strong tournament. SRM Cap and Kurt with Thunder. Fifth, wait, did I say seventh? That was seventh. Fifth, DJ Hella Flush with Hisako. Fifth, GGA Dizzy with TJ Combo. Fourth, Corn Omega Dark Shotgun with Fulgore. That name needs to be worked on. What is it? Omega Dark Shotgun. <laughs> it's like ancient SRK level of name. And just call him ODS. I think that. Oh, he's ODS. That's awesome. It's gonna. It, it'll be like DS where. Nobody remembers what DS stands for, and, and Rap hopes that that's the case, and <laughs> that that info is just what it lost stands to for? history. Yeah, I do. What does it stand for? I don't know. You know, it'll be lost to history. Dual so. screen, right? Like the Nintendo DS. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Raf dual screen. Uh, mm -hmm. Third, Rocksteady with Glacius. Second, High End Keith with Hisako, and winner was Hollywood Sleep. Flip side, Hollywood Sleep with Riptor, in fact, mm -hmm. not with Conroth. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay, Dead or Alive 5 last round. Fourth, It's That Guy 313 with Hayate. Third, Distortion <laughs> Z with Li Fang. Second, SRM X Shin Ryu Jin. Again, could, could use some work. Shin Ryu Jin with John <laughs> Lee. And then flip side, Lucky Loops with Gen Fu, first place. Okay. 
They had an Injustice tournament. Wow. Third, JWE Comp Bros with Cyborg and Superman. Really? Cyborg? Dang. Not only Injustice, but Cyborg. <laughs> you didn't even see that character when that game was played. Uh, third was Darkfire to Zatanna. Second, Dizzy, Aquaman. First, Forever King with Martian. Okay. Tekken Tag Tournament 2, Ragnarok. Fourth was Zafina and Lily. Yeah. Then third was Korn Eltrain with Martial Law Lars. Second, Wendell with Jin Fang. And winner, Sludge with Christy Miguel. Smash Bros. 64. 64, nice. That's right. Spin to win, got 7th with Yoshi. Then 7th also was B64. 5th was Miani with Falcon and Sam Sam with Kirby. 4th was Gunblade Kirby. 3rd was Geo Pikachu. 2nd, Tetra Flora Kirby. Winner, Andykins Kirby. Street Fighter 3, 3rd Strike. Yeah. Wow. I hear... Dude, they've played so many games. Oh, they they played all the games. <laughs> Seventh was Saito GG. I don't know the characters for any of these. Seventh was also Koa Bugle Hockam. Fifth, Rick. Fifth, Vince. Fourth, Rusteezy. Third, Quasar. Second, Alucard. First, Chris G. Hmm. Who does Alucard? He, did you use Hugo in there as well? I believe he was a Dudley. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I believe he was one of the best, win best Dudleys, if I recall correctly. Okay. I feel like it was okay. him and, uh, and, uh, James. I know my Dudley's pretty good. No. My Dudley's not very good. Uh, anyway, Soul Galibur <laughs> 5, Vince Nightmare 7th. 7th also, hopefully this is misspelled, but it's Desser Stoyer. <laughs> Could be Destroyer, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Desser, Desser Stoyer 821 with Cervantes. Uh, fifth was Loki with Natsu and Sans with Lake Lacia. I never know how to pronounce that. Fourth was Reister Bunny with Cervantes. Three, The Voice with Pira. Second, Kyoga with Natsu and winner DD394 with Maxi. Smash Bros. Melee doubles. And also Smash Bros. Wii U doubles happened as well. Okay, fair enough. Just yeah. close it out. <laughs> Apologies. Because we're going to be here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Chris G was was real in Third Strike for a little while. Um, when the game was super popular, I think he had not yet reached his zenith of Street Fighter ability, mm-hmm. fighting game ability. So he wasn't like winning all the New York tournaments, but uh, he got he got good at it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, probably uh, we also mentioned this a little bit too, but at, uh, at Trade at 2015, that's where uh, Apollo Three B's Jill won. Um, beat Amora Doom. It looks like. Uh, yeah, it was it was like Magneto Mora Doom in the second set, and then the first set was Magneto something else, and I don't right. Magneto Doom something. I don't remember. Do we exactly. have more results from this event, or was that the? That's all that I saw. That's why I didn't. Okay. That's why okay. I didn't mention it earlier. Okay. No worries. No worries. Okay. Okay. So, um, other event news. Do you want to just keep pushing forward for some more event news here? Okay. Um, one of the uh, announcements at Canada Cup. This weekend, they uh, Evo started a countdown on Twitter, and sure enough, they had a little 30-second teaser clip at Canada Cup, and they have announced that Evo 2016 is scheduled for July 15th through 17th. Now, they did not announce a location, but having the date is very, very nice. We can start saving for it. They did say it's going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada. So you can at least book the tickets, the airplane tickets to Las Vegas, Nevada right now. 
but hopefully a location will be announced shortly. Um, probably just like, you know, when you're releasing Street Fighter V, you want to stagger the information, you know, to keep hype, so... Well, I know that you specifically wanted to see that trailer very badly. Yeah, because I just wanted to see what was going to happen. I, I wanted to see what the announcements were, but it was just it was just mostly the date. So and also that it was in Las Vegas, Nevada. So yeah, <laughs> there wasn't much more. So right, right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. you can I guess plan for that weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we forgot to mention this last week, but uh, unfortunately, one of the events that was going to take place here in SoCal in November. Uh, Paradise was canceled. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, this was an event that Shin Blanca, uh, Shin Blanca, aka Larry Scott Dixon, who runs Final Round, he was going to do an event in San Diego uh, in November, and the winner of that event was going to get a free ticket to travel to Final Round. Yeah. And uh, he did not get enough pre-registrations to justify paying for someone's trip to final round. Right. And, you know, shout out to Larry because he felt bad canceling. And he was like, man, I don't want people to think I'm, like, trying to scam or whatever. Dude, he gave everyone their money back. Like, how can you possibly be considered scamming if you actually gave everyone their money back, right? Yeah, he, so, he had a whole Facebook post that was, you know, it really seemed like he was upset about it. Yeah. Sad about it that, uh, that he couldn't. They didn't get enough pre-reg, but, uh, yeah, he did the right thing. Gave the money back. Yeah, I wonder if it's true. I mean, because, like, uh, I think it's sad that not a lot of people pre-registered for it. But, I mean, um, some people in chat say that November might just be a really bad time to do a tournament because it's holiday season and, you know, it gets really busy and stuff like that. So NEC will be early December. Yep. Yep. So, I don't know. But, okay. (laughs) So, unfortunately, that happened, yeah. Yeah, that, that definitely sucks. Uh, obviously, with Street Fighter V announcing their release date recently, February 16th, a lot of events. Like, I even know Angelic had a tournament in February, early February that he's canceling the date of and trying to move further back to so ah, Street Fighter V in the tournament. Smart. But uh, Street Fighter V was officially announced to joining uh, Can's Winter Clash, Con Winter Clash lineup. So uh, that's supposed to be in February 26th through 28th. It's going to be taking place in France, so it might be one of the... I mean, it, last year, was it a ranking event? Was it a premier event? No. Ooh, I think it was ranking. It was just ranking, right? Or if he was... Maybe not even. Maybe it was before, like, the season. Oh, yeah, you're know, right, you're right. Oh, that's right, because it takes place before March, and it usually starts in March yeah. at final round. That's a good call. Okay, okay. There you go. Uh, also, coming up this very weekend... <laughs> A lot of events coming up. A uh, big one that's coming up is the Smash Summit. Right. Here in Los Angeles, California. And uh, this one is going to be streamed. Ooh, they don't have the stream information here. But this was kind of like a, an invite but where people voted on who was going to go play. Yeah. They had this voting this for this long time. And then uh, it's just really unfortunate news, but Leffen can't make it anymore because he's still getting beat up by his visa problems right. that prevented him from going to the big house last time. So um, that sounded really that odd. Sucks. But um, yeah, um, so. <laughs> yeah <right>. <laughs> <laughs> but so he can't go to uh, Smash Summit. But that's going to be taking It's a four-day, 16-man Smash Brothers Melee Invitational. There's a $32,000 plus Melee Singles prize pool. That's pretty nuts. There is a $12,000 Invitational prize pool. Wow. And a $3,000 melee doubles pot. That is 
pretty crazy. I didn't realize it was that that yeah, much. So that's that's almost fifty thousand dollars being given away that weekend, in bonus prize money. So right, right, bonuses. just in bonus, yeah. Yeah. So. Or well, it says oh, single prize pool. pool. I don't know, that yeah, could be that's just true. What it that's is. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to see. Does anyone in the chat know that? Oh, it'll be twitch.tv slash Beyond the Summit. Okay. So there you Thanks go. For so. being, Beyond the Summit, be, it is. Pretty exciting event for for Smash players. So, also this week weekend is <laughs> Revolution twenty fifteen. Revolution instead of evolution, you know. Ah. Uh, yeah. Revolution twenty fifteen in London. So this is in the UK. Um, the stream is going to be twitch.tv slash nthgen media n t h g e n media. Uh, it's going to be Blaze Blue, Guilty Gear, Exer, Dengeki, Bunko, Fighting Clan. I don't know why I can't pronounce that name. Oh, yeah. Um, Undernight Inbirth, Persona 4, Arena, uh, Melty Blood, Actress Again, and Arcana Heart 3, Love Max. So it's Sick. all anime tournament. So that's awesome. Yeah, so that's really, really cool. Uh, you can find some information at ngi-revolution-co.uk. Got it. So check it out over there. Again, that'll be taking place in the UK. Okay. Uh, Tipped Off 11 is going to be taking place in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm. Uh, this is a la- long-running Super Smash Brothers event in Atlanta, Georgia. It'll be streamed on Showdown Smash on Twitch. That will be for Melee. Smash Wii U will be streamed on Smash Studios. And Project M will be streamed on Music City Smash. All on Twitch.tv, of course. That's awesome. And there's a pop bonus for Project M of $1,000. That's really cool. I feel bad for the people in that scene, the Project M scene, because their game has definitely been pushed to the side in in many majors, or just it's not there. It's not even there. So that's cool that there's a tournament that not only is running it, but has a pop bonus. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, Also, this weekend is going to be some more Topanga A-League rounds. So we'll have some more of that running. Again, that's on Nico Nico. Uh, that's on live.nico, video.jp. But, you know, it's it's a pay-per-view event, so you have to pay some money to get that. So, um, But always all the great players there playing. <coughs> um, I always want like giving a shout-out to the Strike First Colorado group. They're doing the Shoryu FADC into Food Drive. It's Focus Attack Donate Cans, I think it is. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's basically what it is. So they always have this event that goes on during the weekend, and people donate cans for charity and such like that. So that will be streamed on twitch.tv slash A4Andre. That will be UMVC3, SF4, and Exert. And Smash, Brother, Smash Brothers will be switched on twitch.tv. God, I just butchered that. Smash Brothers will be streamed on co smash colorado smash basically so definitely check that out and if you want to find out some more information on it you can find some information on shoryuken.com there was a whole article about it um just look up focus attack donate cans charity uh, on shoryuken.com you should get the link for that so okay um also this weekend is an event here in indianapolis indiana called naptown clutch five okay and uh, this will be streamed on twitch.tv slash NYCFurby. So definitely making the rounds here, doing yeah. streaming and such. So uh, there will be USF4, UMVC3, MKX, Guilty Gear Exert, Tekken Tag 2, 
KI and some side tournaments of KOF 13, MVC2, Uniel, and Rocket League 2v2. Uh, again, this will be in uh, the Indiana Convention Center in Indianapolis, Indiana. So if you're in that air region, definitely check this out. Featuring Clockwork, Cloud805, and Yipes as commentators. Oh, sick. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Cool. Yeah. Always glad to see these little events. I mean, this is Naptown Clutch 5, so you right. assume they've been going on for a few years. That's very cool. Always good to see these events and to support these local events especially. So. Mm -hmm. And finally, uh, this weekend is Street Fighter Online Series for Capcom Cup Edition. Remember, the winners of the tournaments get a free uh, ticket to go to Capcom Cup right. on December. I love the fact that the location is at your house. Like, it literally just says at your house. Yeah, but it's um, nicely done. Yeah, but it'll be streamed on twitch.tv slash Capcom Fighters, streamed by the Level Up crew. Uh, just, you know, you come here, enter this tournament. Winner receives a trip to Capcom Cup uh, at the PlayStation Experience. So definitely, if you want to make it out there and you can't afford it, but you have the time and you really want to go and you're good at Street Fighter, here's your chance. The bracket slash registration has a link there. Mm -hmm. It's one of those links with numbers and letters, so whatever. But Well, I mean, it's, it's levelup.challenge.com slash SFOS, which is Street Fighter Online Series 2015 underscore episode 2, which is EP2. There you go. So. Or you can go to tinyurl.com slash FGC calendar, click on the link there for a Street Fighter online series, mm -hmm. and you can find that as well. Yep. Okay. So there you go. That is uh, all the events coming up this weekend. There's a lot of other stuff as well on Friday in Japan. It looks like there's a virtual fighter tournament, VGM, VS, VF5, FS. GameSpot Versus is going on. I'm yeah. down for that. Kawa TV is going on this weekend, uh, on Friday as well. So, again, if you want to see all... I mean, GameSpot Versus and Kawa TV happen, it looks like, every week. Yeah. Actually, so does the VGM, VF5, FS. Wow, this goes on every week. Interesting. But, yeah, lots of events. Definitely check it out. Uh, Smash Summit starts on Thursday, just so you guys okay. are aware of that. Um, but again, like you said, tinyurl.com slash FGC calendar. All righty. Yep. You want to uh, take a little break here? Yep. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about some game news. Cool. Be right back. Let's talk about some game news now. And the first thing we're going to talk about is totally cool. It's so rad. And Are you trying to bring us back to like '90s dialogue? Bodacious to, to to match the the '90s graphics. Yeah, like it's that. not bogus at all. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, extreme. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. All right. Let's get into it. Yeah, it's super existent. So a while ago, we got a KOF teaser that came out of nowhere. And a KOF 14 teaser that yes. came out of nowhere. And everybody was like, why does this look so bad? Right. Then they decided to release a new t trailer, like literally right before we started the show. Yeah. And uh, some new characters in there and everything like that. But we are going to play this trailer for you guys on stream so you can see all of its glory in 720p, 60 frames per second. You should probably mute it so we don't get busted. Oh, yeah? Should we do that? Okay. <clears throat> So we're going to mute it so we don't get busted, but here we go. Uh, 
I can't speak Japanese. That's all I do is say Japanese stuff, so. Flame! I don't know, I'm making stuff up now. There you go. I'm in jail. <laughs> Burn to fight! The King of Fighters! 14! <laughs> it's more like. <laughs> I feel like that's more appropriate. Yeah, probably true. I just think it's funny that Chang has a just his jail. His that's on the back of his jail. Shirt. Yeah. Jail. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh man, that's too bad. Now, <laughs> that is the best reaction. It's coming out that's early next bad. year. You know, it doesn't have that much time, and. You know, they they have they have similar sort of jackets, I guess. Like you you know it's Yori, you know what I mean? Like you know like but it's half because of the jacket and half because like he does a, a move that you like you've seen. Right. So another character do before that happens to be the same guy. I feel like that's the best way to even know what it is, so um the the gra it certainly little, certainly looks better in sixty frames per second HD which is what we just streamed hopefully mm -hmm. it came through like that but if you want to see it you know you can look it up it's on sure you can etc. What I liked was the South Town Jail is what it says. Oh, does it have a full yeah, name uh, to the jail uh, on it? That that's nice. Oh, but he's also graffitied broken under it, so it says South Town Jail broken. Oh, okay, so it's all right, all right. I'm not sure if that's better, but at least it's something. <laughs> What I what I liked was the 360p version of it that we saw at first. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. I just thought it was fitting, uh, you know, when <laughs> when this game came out, 360p was the best YouTube had. So, uh, or I mean, when you know when it's graphics. Right, 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 sort right. Of uh -huh. We were watching everything come, on on real media player, you know, downloading videos, downloading yeah, videos yeah, real media, whatever like that. So. Yeah. Hey, but Leona was announced. Yeah, right. Leona and Chang are in there. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to find. I could, you know, even as it's moving, like I can't even see Leona. You know what I mean? Like I can't even like. She just looks like a figure is like doing Leona moves. Yeah, right. Uh huh. Right. That's how I feel. That's how I feel too. It's very strange. Yep. <sighs> People <laughs> say they want to see the 360p trailer. <laughs> okay. Why not? Why not? <laughs> It's 360. Yep, 360. It's on 360. Okay, there we go. This is the flame. I think that's supposed to be cute. Not sure. And then it turns all bright red for no reason with all the, with the swipes. I'm still not even sure. <sighs> PlayStation 2. <laughs> PlayStation. <laughs> oh, no. I just, I feel bad. You know, I, I hope that the game ends up good. I'm sure everybody hopes it ends up I mean, the worst, fun. the hardest part about it is, like, you're like, okay, well, maybe it'll turn out good. They're just working on it. It's coming out next year. Like, oh, like they didn't next. say early next year, right? Yeah, okay. I believe that's that's the case. <sighs> I mean, I think it's just sometime. Is it just next sometime year? next yeah. year? Well, uh, hopefully, it's the end of next year. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, look, I don't know if you ever messed with Maximum Impact, which was the 3D KOF. Once or twice only. It was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad. 
that. But they try to make it like a 3D game with like OTGs and rolling yeah. and 3D environments and stuff like that. So this one looks like they're at least trying to preserve the 2D-ness of it. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, they were already using 3D graphics and then they would change, they would turn them into sprites, right? I, I don't know why they didn't just stay with that or why didn't they go the Guilty Gear route. It's not like Guilty Gear's hiding their tech, right? They're showing everybody exactly how they're doing their graphics. Those, those might be more expensive. Yeah. Plus another thing, too. I mean, it's so funny, too, because, like, one of the favorite pictures going around is when Sin eats his food. Like, he has a smile on his face. But apparently the only way they could make it so that you could see Sin's face and smile properly was by rotating his face a little bit and stretching it on his head. Okay. So you know how when you win, it does that little pan thing? Yeah. So people will throw a move, like a fireball, and then eat so that the fireball kills him, and then it pans. And he looks like he looks so old. That's awesome. It's so funny looking. But yeah. Oh yeah, it absolutely costs more money to do hand drawn sprites. Oh, hand drawn sure. yeah, especially. Yeah, for but sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully it but, ends up alright, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Everybody's rooting for it, etc. Alright. Well, to be honest with you, Street Fighter Five looks really nice. I re actually really do like the graphics of it. I mean Thalsum looks super cool. I really like Zangief, yeah. you know, etc. etc. And those two characters character select screen <laughs> portraits are excellent. <laughs> Zangief excellent. makes me laugh every time. But in not in a way that it's because he looks stupid. He looks but good. He's good. Just like, yeah. It's just it's so funny looking. I don't know. It's it's cool. It's yeah, cool. it's awesome. And then Thalsum's where he sort of does this crazy Dude, he's floating in space. Well, they're all floating in space. Yeah, but I mean, I he's, mean that's what the he's character's literally floating. In fact, some of his wind poses, he just curls up and floats. Like, Dalsum has really become very floaty. <laughs> like, he just floats everywhere now. It's actually pretty funny, so... Cyclone! <laughs> but uh, Street Fighter V, in Japan only right now, they've announced four packages that you can buy this game. Okay. So I, I'm, we're, we don't know yet if they're translating these packages over to US, but uh, the normal package, which is 7,990 yen, which is about 66 US dollars, uh, comes with the Kami battle costume, 500 zenny. So zenny is the in-game money that you buy that you can unlock stuff. So you can't buy fight money, you buy zenny that gets things. Fight money as a separate thing right. that you earn. Uh, you also get an uh, e Capcom exclusive limited supply like illustrated swappable cover. They also have the hot package, which is about seventy four U S dollars, so okay. about another eight dollars more. Also comes with the Kami battle costume, but it also comes with the Ryu and Chun Li battle costume product codes, and you get a thousand zenny and the swappable cover. Then there's the valuable edition, which is about ninety nine U S dollars. <clears throat> You get the Kami Battle Costume and 500 Zenny. But you also get the Production Notes book, Character Guide DVD. Interesting. Yes. Uh, a command list. Ah. Like maybe I a book. That should be in all of them. Yeah, I know. Okay. Exclusive packaging. Hmm. E Capcom exclusive color product code for 16 characters. Okay. M Bison Battle Costume product code. The E Capcom exclusive title product code, which I'm guessing is just like character titles or something like that. And also 500 more Zenny product code. Zenny. Yes, and also the swappable cover. <laughs> then David's favorite uh, package. Yeah. This is the volcanic yes. package. Because it's right there with the rim. Oh, yeah, man. Like, you know me. I love, I love rim. 
We're in, just let's move on. <laughs> 107 US dollars about Kami Battle Costume, Ruin Chun Li. You get a thousand Zenny product, production notebook, the character guide, DVD, the command list, exclusive packaging, the Capcom color palette, the M Bison Battle Costume Code, the E Capcom exclusive title product code, 500 more Zenny code, and a swappable cover. So there's four different. <laughs> I own. Uh, okay. So when, when I was growing up, uh, oh, when I was younger, my brother, we we all we had we were into Pokemon, right? Uh-huh. And uh, my brother got a Squirtle that somehow was like the Japanese Squirtle. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he had Japanese Squirtle, like a stuffed animal. Uh-huh, right? uh-huh. And it when you squeeze it, it would say its name, which was Zenigame, mm-hmm. and it would go Zeni. Zenny. So that's what I that's what I think about every time I see this Zenny. I'm gonna be thinking about that throughout Street Fighter Five. I'm gonna be taken back to the time when my brother would squeeze his little Squirtle doll and it would say its name. Thanks, thanks, Capcom. (laughs) Also, if you probably saw during the Capcom. A Canada Cup a lot. If you did get into the beta, the horror costumes should be available to you now. So you should be able to use those. And I will admit, even though I don't like costumes in general, I actually liked a lot of the horror costumes. I agree. I don't like the, like, Ken and Fei Long or, like, I don't know what's going on. But some of them are actually pretty sick. So yeah. Gravedigger's Angief is yeah, that's awesome. pretty awesome. So. Agreed. Yep, there you go. Uh, also, the uh, Arika vice president, Arika, the guys who made Street Fighter EX and such like that. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm still thinking about. Has actually announced that there is a possibility of Street Fighter EX characters appearing in future Capcom games. So that gives all of the Skullomania, the Darun, the Crackerjack, the Pullumpurum. Fans, the area fans, the uh, Doctrine Dark, Doctrine Dark fans, Volcano Rosso fans, yeah. all of them now are super excited because there is this opportunity now for these characters, these epic characters, epic characters, especially pull them, put them. So you need to keep it a drill. So you need to bit a drill. Put them kick. Put them kick. I never knew what the hell the first move was. So. You could also get um, what is it? Who was the who was the who was the bad guy to uh, to Skullomania, his rival? Oh god, I can't believe I can't remember his name now. You want me to Google Skullomania bad guy? No, it's okay. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, what was her Sharon? The girl with the gun that one of her supers that she shot you like it put like the crosshairs on you and then you got shot by a gun. Sharon with the gun. Uh. Yep. Shadowgeist. That's what it was. Thank you. Skullomania and Shadowgeist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they did some work on that one. Shadowgeist. Mm-hmm. It took a while for them to come up with those. The interesting news about King of Fighters 14, though, is that apparently the former Street Fighter 4 battle designer is working on the game. Interesting. Supposedly, yes. So, um, let's see. Dream Cancel did some digging and learned that Oda has quite a history in the genre. 
Oda is best known for his work at Dimps, starting at Street Fighter IV's Battle Designer, before moving up to Game Designer on the Super Update, and finally acting as the director for Arcade Edition. He also contributed crossover tag team Street Fighter Cross Tekken. So that confirms that Street Fighter, that KOF 14 will also be bad, so... Yeah, Arcade Edition, Cross Tekken, Vanilla SF4. Super was a good game. Super was a good game. Super was yeah, a good game. Yeah, yeah. So. But also, uh, well, you know, whatever. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yep, but hopefully, yeah, like we said, we'll see how that goes. But, I mean, the interesting thing about it is, you know, they're working on KOF 14, but they also just recently announced that they're actually leaving the pachinko business. That's so strange to me because weren't they just talking about how... Like, that's their thing. Right. They showed up at a pachinko conference, right? Yeah. They were at the pachinko conference, yeah. like, here's our pachinko machines. And now, apparently, they're leaving it, and they want to concentrate on games, and they're going to step up their game development. I, I wonder if there's just, like, some bizarre internal struggle going on I, at I that company. Know. I don't know. Like, doesn't it seem like it sometimes? I mean, it seems really odd. Something's weird going on with that company. Yeah. I mean, it would be really, really a shame if SNK ever, like, disappeared or went under. Oh, something, yeah. Because there's suck. a lot of... Really good franchises there that, that should be picked up and stuff like that. Because, man, if anyone can make a new Samurai Shodown game that actually is anything like throwbackish or, or has that same sense of style as yeah. Samurai Showdown 2. Yeah, very cool. Oh, yeah. God, Samurai Showdown 2 is so good. Yeah. So good. I mean, honestly, like, let's say SNK does go under. Would, would it benefit Capcom just to be like, give us all your characters and then just make a Capcom SNK 3? Wow, if they just bought up the properties? Yeah. That and, would be awesome. And just said, hey, we'll take over your characters. And all of a sudden, all the SNK characters can just start showing up in Street Fighter games and stuff like that. That would be awesome. I mean, if that, if that came up, I hope somebody competent at developing would buy mm -hmm. it. Like, if Arc System Works bought it. <laughs> Lab Zero should buy that. Yeah, it's so oh, that sick. Super sick. That'd be sick. Have Lab Zero go make, or even Iron Galaxy make like the oh, next one. Dude. That's so cool and it's definitely yeah. never happening. Yeah. But that'd be cool. <clears throat> uh, in Pokken Tournament, they revealed that Shadow Mew 2 is in the game. I guess, is he only just a boss character? or So he was discovered as a hidden boss in the arcade version last week. Um, but apparently he's in the game, so there you go. Alright, Shadow Mew 2. Yep, and then also for Denge Dengeki Bunko, Fighting Climax Ignition, more support characters were announced for that game. Cool. So uh, support characters, I think they're kind of like the assists that you can pick in the game to try to fill the holes. I don't know anything. I'm making you stuff up. You should just stop talking, yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> okay, so let's get on to some uh, community news. Sure. A little bit of community news stuff. Um... What was the one thing I wanted to talk about that wasn't these two things? <laughs> there was a community news. Oh, that friggin' Squirtle doll. <laughs> <laughs> Zenny. Zenny, Gabby. Oh, man, that was so annoying. Okay, anyways, um, Nemo recently kind of stirred the pot a little bit. and Nemo of Rolento fame in Ultra Street Fighter 4. He decided to drop a list of his top Street Fighter players. Mm, that's right. Yep, and he actually said that the strongest players in the world, uh, he basically said Daigo, uh, Bonchan, yeah. Momochi, Kazunoko, and himself. That was in Japan. Those are the, yeah, the, the, the top, top five, five Japanese Japan. players. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if you scroll down a little bit. Mm -hmm. After, outside of Japan, he said that the top five players are Shien, Infiltration, Gamer B, 
Luffy and Snake Eyes. Huh. That's actually a lot of respect given to, to Snake Eyes and Luffy there. So. Well, they played in Japan. Oh, Snake that's Eyes right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nemo. And mm-hmm. the set was very close. I think it ended up 10, 9, or 8. And it was Nemo winning like the first four, mm-hmm. and then Snake Eyes winning like eight, <laughs> and then Nemo won the rest. Right. So it was really cool. Yeah, and but yeah, I think that's a great list. Yeah, and interestingly enough, and and those are those aren't in any order, by the way. Right. So, yeah, but he also listed his character ranks as well in Ultra Street Fighter Four, and uh, basically he just listed his top ten. So he said an SS tier is Evil Ryu and Elena. Yeah. S tier was Rolento, Ken, and Seth. Right. And A tier was Ibuki, Akuma, Adon, Yun, and Sagat. Yeah, I think some of those are not what, m- what many other people would say, mm-hmm. but it's you know always cool to get his his perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, Evil Ryu and Elena are really really good. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. Um, Seth is awesome. And I remember when Ultra First came out and he had some nerfs. I thought that he wasn't that great, but then they gave him health. And I really feel that like that was the thing that sort of just put him over the edge into being a great character. And uh, he has he had a ton of options, but like he didn't he has like what is it now, like nine hundred or nine fifty or something? Like he has a lot of health comparatively right, right, right maybe it's 850 but it's way more than like the 650 or whatever he started out with. <laughs> he started with 750 he had 750, was it 750? Yeah, it was uh, whatever it was very low yeah he, he, he now can screw around a little bit more which is really important for his play style right so that makes sense i guess sagat and adon i think are characters that most people would not have thought to put in there i can't you can't really disagree with them because at least Ace got player and Bonchan has been doing so well. Right. It's I mean it's interesting because the top ten seems heavily influenced by the top ten players that he put in. Huh. You know what I mean? Because Gamer B's up there, uh, Bonchan is up there. I mean I guess he doesn't have a Seth player and he doesn't have Zangief in the top top ten or something. Yeah, and there's no Rose in there, and you know it's not. A, yeah, I guess it's true. It's okay. not a direct, but um, as far as the players, Daigo, Bonchan, Momochi. I would say especially Bonchan and Momochi right now are like maxed out, oh, yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's it's really cool to see. Um, part of what is interesting too is that it's sort of their play styles because there are different play styles in there. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. those characters. Yeah. So I think that that's cool. But um, it, look, everybody has everybody's top ten is going to be really different because mm-hmm. there are not like everybody will have Evil Ryu, etc. But the rest of the characters, everybody's going to disagree on because mm-hmm. the game is like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's not yeah. not a very obvious top ten. Yeah, but it's just really cool because yeah. it's like every list is different and and, yeah. and and very cool. It just shows how balanced the game is. Really, honestly, so I'm with you. That was cool to see. <clears throat> also announced that Canada Cup, which is actually kind of a cool, neat little surprise. Uh, I guess they're doing a documentary on Snake Eyes. Red Bull is doing a documentary on Snake Eyes, just kind of tracking his progress throughout the year, and looks like it's going to focus a lot on his trip to Japan. Yeah. But it's going to be called Cultivation, and it was really, really cool to see because, you know, just a lot of the, 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 the stuff that they were talking about in there, how, like, you know, they were saying he was born in a bad neighborhood, and, 
you know, wasn't sure if he would ever, you know, like where he would go in life. And yeah. thanks to Street Fighter, he's traveling the world and he's getting to see stuff. So I was even talking to Snake Eyes about this. I was just like, you have fans all over the world now because you are playing Street Fighter. And he was just like, yeah, this is so cool. Like he was, like it seriously just looked like he was having the time of his life. That's great. Like, he should so. be. I mean, he's having, he's having a lot of success. So yeah, Straight out of Compton. That's right. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. Um, that scene where he's like meditating or whatever. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I laughed at that, but it's also really cool. That's the, the scene that time. everyone kept saying like sold the documentary. Yeah. You know? And in fact, when I was talking to him at the after party, he's like, "Yo, check this out!" And he pulled up that picture on his phone. And he yeah. was like, "Yeah, look at this." Yeah. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I know, right? Anyway, that's really cool. You know, uh, that Red Bull is is doing this. They, they are such an interesting company with what they do with their support. Uh-huh, you know, yeah. We were talking about this a little bit at uh, Canada. They do all sorts of stuff, like not just video games. I don't know how much people know about them, but they, uh-huh. they do extreme sports, and they did that dude jumping from the tip of space. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. And uh, they've been doing the flugtag thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. My friends were in that once. And uh, it's just... They do a lot of cool things, you know. And this is this is, looks like a really well produced event. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm happy for Snake Eyes. I think he's a good person to have the story. I mean, he's got a very yeah. interesting story and everything yeah. like and that. And a nice so. guy too. So. Yeah, exactly. So couldn't have happened to a better person, in my opinion. So <clears throat> yeah, the uh, the airplane contest. That's what Flute Tug is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where they were trying to. In fact, my friends made a paper airplane. That was their. That was their paper airplane. Was a paper airplane. Yeah, that 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 flew tug actually generated just so for no reason. My two best friends, I wasn't around when they did this. They rented the Dukes of Hazard video game on like PlayStation One or PlayStation Two, right? Okay. And they were just like it was the worst game ever. Okay. And um, for some reason, for absolutely no reason, they they came up with an inside joke that they would just drive the General Lee into a, a lake. And as soon as they do that, they would yell, freedom, like from Braveheart. I have no idea how this all, all right. came together. But then, sure enough, I was looking at some story about the flute tug. Yeah. And someone created a General Lee and tried to fly it. And there's this picture of the General Lee falling straight. Was it them? No, it wasn't my friends. Okay. No, but it was literally a picture of the General Lee falling face first into the water. And I don't know, that just made me laugh. So and there was no point to that story. Thanks, man. No problem. Yeah, my, my <laughs> friend, my friends built. <laughs> my friends built this paper airplane. So the, uh-huh, the shtick uh-huh. is, you you fly, you construct something that can s- sort of float. I guess not fly exactly off of mm-hmm. this long pier into the water. Right. And whoever gets the farthest distance, that's part of the of who wins. It's also how good is your like act, and how nice does your plane look. Mm-hmm. So my friends while we were in college, made a paper airplane that their act was, it, they folded it up. It was started as a piece of paper, and they mm-hmm, folded mm-hmm. it up in some amusing way. And then my friend sat on it, and everybody else pushed him off. Like, they pushed, you know, and mm-hmm. it flew, like, not very far. I think it was maybe, like, 40 feet. Keep in mind, it's falling from, like, 30 feet. So it's, <laughs> it's like not that impressive. Right, 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 right. Um, they did not win. They did not win. But there's a team from Stanford that was there. And I think they did better than us. And we're from Berkeley. And I think that that was, I think that was a sore a sore moment, if I recall correctly. But I don't recall very well because we were pretty sauced. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, being sauced uh, at an event called the Flug Tug sounds like it's Oh, probably, everybody was. Yeah, uh, sounds Every, about right. That's so. the fun part of it. Yeah. Because you see a bunch of idiots jump off of a pier mm. <laughs> with stupid-looking airplanes. Oh, it was great. It was great. I remembered what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Just a little story about Mr. IFC Yipes, Mendoza. Yeah. This actually is a really cool story, actually. So, oh, yeah. Um, a lot of people, if you don't know about this, Yipes is currently injured, going around on crutches. He has right. a torn ACL. Right. Which he actually first injured at Evo when he won Marvel 2. Really? Yeah. He first injured it in Marvel 2 because he... Literally. Like he celebrated too hard, do you mean? Or? Yeah, he, that's literally what happened. Wow. He jumped, and when he landed, he tore his ACL. Wow, and just uh, like that NFL kicker. Yeah, and when I saw him, like, right afterwards, he just looked at me. He was like, James, that man shouldn't jump. <laughs> that's what he said. And yeah, he was being wheeled around on a wheelchair the next day and oh, stuff like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. So he had that old injury that was there. Now, apparently, they were going to the subway. It was him and Persia. They were going to the subway. And he went through the gate, and the first thing he sees is, like, I don't know if he saw the dude fall in it, or there was a dude in the tracks, like, begging for help, like, get me out of here kind of thing, help, I'm stuck down here. And nobody was doing anything, and as soon as he saw that, he just burst over there and reached down to grab the guy. Yeah. And... The guy just, like, didn't grab, grip properly or whatever and accidentally pulled Yipes down with him. And so Yipes fell in there, landed on his leg, and tore his ACL while he was down in the tracks. Oh, I didn't know that part of it. Wow. Yeah, and literally a train started coming. And, like, they're just, like, like Yipes actually said in a video that he recorded for people, he was like, I, I thought I was dead. He was like, I straight up thought I was dead at that point in time. But then some wow. other people, like, the guy saw them in time, stopped the train, and, like, they... Helped him out and everything like oh, that. I, did, I didn't know that part of it. That's yeah, crazy. He was actually really pissed because nobody else was helping the dude down there. You know, like yeah. he was the only one that was doing that. So yeah, yeah, just wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. To, I, he did guys. the right thing. Yeah, that's absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, because someone said like, well, there's laws that anything that falls in the track you can't go get. And I was like, a human being is not anything. Yeah, agree. You know, <laughs> a completely different thing. So wow. But, but yeah, honestly, I'm like, I mean, that's awesome. Shout out to Yipes. I mean, look. He's, all, he's a great guy. When that story was told, I was like, look, you wouldn't even have to have told me that story. He would have had to do nothing like that. And I I know exactly what kind of person Yipes is. And so there's just no surprise to me that he even tried to do something like I think, that. I think so, very highly of him. Yeah. But unfortunately, he's injured. He wasn't able to go to a lot of events. I think people have been helping him get to like Yuakon and stuff like that. I, I think he missed Defend the North for that reason oh, yeah. and such like that. But, uh, but yeah. Um, well, I'm sorry that he got injured. I'm happy that yeah. he jumped down into that. That's, that's really yeah. good. That was actually, yes, a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. um, it definitely happened a while ago. And yeah. he did record a video on Facebook because a lot of people just, you know, they heard he got injured from rescuing someone out of a train track. Yeah. And so he wanted to clarify the whole story. But he says that all he remembers when he ran through the gate like he ran over there the guy like grabbed him and he fell in there and he said all he could remember was hearing Samantha scream like at the top of her lungs dude I was just like god it's just like terrifying that must have just (laughs) I mean we can kind of chuckle about it now because everybody's okay obviously but but still that really must have been terrible 
Oh, man. No, the guy actually fell down there by accident. In fact, it was something like, I forgot what the exact story was, like someone bumped him or something, or I don't even remember exactly what it was. So, But yeah, shout-outs to Yipes. Yipes is pretty much the best. So, the best. That is okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, he dropped his tea in the tracks or something like that. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Very cool stuff, so. I'm happy that he's all right. Yep. Uh, anything else? One note know? from Galvanic Panic, who says, We left out the part where Oda was in SNK and has helped work on KOF in the past. Oh, so okay. Not so just you... some Capcom rando. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. That's good. Uh... Okay. Wow, that was gen- That pun was genius. Which one? From Ian. Oh. This one here? No, I'm sorry. This one here? Yeah, that one. uh, That's nice, yeah. Someone basically said that if I deleted that tweet, I might as well change my handle from Chenzor to Censor. Shout-outs to Adil G. Shout-outs to Adil G. Yes, exactly. I don't know. Is there anything else to uh, ramble about here? Uh, Not that I can think of, so... um, Tried some Canadian beer? Yes. Was okay? Tried Keith's, and also, maybe like, nah, that's not right. I was going to say the Steam Weedle, but uh, that was not. Did you want to talk about the Capcom Cup placings, or do you just want to wait a little bit and maybe talk more about it next week? Well, yeah, if you'd like to, sure. Why not? Because, I mean, it sounds like everyone wants to hear about Capcom Pro Tour standings. Sure. If I recall correctly... The way that things worked out this past weekend means that Valmaster has now qualified. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Via, via points, of course, but... Because the top four were auto-qualified, so the, the auto-qualified spot on Canada Cup was lost. Yeah. Tra- 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 translated into a points player, and so Valmaster was in the 16th position, so he is now officially qualified for Steam the- whistle. Thank you. Anyway, it was all right. Um, so, <laughs> so Valmaster is there, and I believe just below him now is Mise. Uh, this is supposed to be, yeah, uh-huh, right under him is Mise and Dako. But Mise, since he got whatever place he got at Canada Cup, he got four more points. He was tied with Dako. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's, he's not now. So if somebody, like, somebody above him who has only points qualifier so far auto qualifies at DreamHack mm-hmm. or at CPT Asia for that matter then he will effectively get a new a yes. spot will open for uh-huh. him uh-huh. Yep. and same thing for Daco again if two, two spots are taken up by people who auto qualify who right now are, are only up there in points right so for example if Punko who's in 16th place right now out of everybody, if he wins uh, the, CPT, the, Asia. the CPT Asia finals, he'll qualify, and then his point spot will open up to the next person, who would be Mise. Correct. But if also Luffy wins <clears throat> mm-hmm. at DreamHack Winter, then two spots will have effectively opened up, which means that now Daco will be in there. Yeah. So and that that's it. In other words, PR Rog can't make it. Yeah, neither can Haitani or Ryan Hart, unless right. they win DreamHack Sweden. 
Of course. And I heard that PROG will be traveling there to try to get that position. So, right. But there are going to be a lot of people there. I mean, unfortunately, PROG may turn out to be the gamer bee of this year. Yeah. So. Same with Ryan Hart. In yeah, fact, uh, that's true. Ryan Hart has traveled around a lot to try to qualify this year, and, and he hasn't mm-hmm. done it yet. So, yeah. um, I'm, I'm rooting for, for one of those because they have been to so many things, and they're both great players, and they have done well at Capcom Cup slash mm-hmm. Evo, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they'd be really good additions to the, Canada, uh, the uh, Capcom Cup lineup. So that would be cool, but I guess we'll see yeah. what happens on that. Yeah. But outside of that, I heard, what, it's like 12 Japanese players... Four U.S. players so far, I think, are in there. Obviously, Singapore, Taiwan, Korea have a representative. Yeah, Two Koreans, actually. So, and then of a couple course, Taiwanese. One, yeah, and one Brazil as well. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's shaping up well. Um, don't don't just look at the number at the like place number because PROG is in thirty second place, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that's not actually what matters. What matters is being one of the 16 auto-qualifiers. Mm-hmm. Well, now 15 because one of them didn't get an auto-qualifier right. spot. And the uh, the 15 or 16 people who can enter via points. Those are two right. separate categories. So whether you're 32nd doesn't really matter. It's well, whether you're in via one of those two metrics. I mean, theoretically, 32 should matter, kind of, except... The one person who's throwing the whole thing off is RB. Right. Because he's in 42nd place in points, but he auto-qualified. Right. So, because he was third place at an event where the top two auto-qualified. Right. So, he didn't get as many. He only got 64 points for that one. Correct. And so, he is now sitting in 42nd place with an auto-qualified spot, which means only the top 31 make it in there. So, you have to be within the top 31 to qualify by points. So, there you go. That's that. It's very similar to what Nishikin did last year. Nishikin yes. kind of threw off the points last year as well. So Absolutely. But uh, just so you guys know, uh, number one is Momochi, two is Infiltration, third is Bonchan, fourth is Shen, fifth is Gamer B, sixth Luffy, seventh Tokido, eighth is Fudo, ninth is Mago, tenth is Daigo Umahara, eleventh is Kazunoko, twelfth is Snake Eyes. 13th is Nemo, 14th is Shaohai, 15th is Justin Wong, 16th is Punko, 17th is Itabashi Zangief, 18th is Tonpi, 19th is Knuckledoo, 20th is Dashio, 21st is Kaoma, with only two points less than Dashio, uh, 22nd is 801 Strider, with two points more than 23rd, which is Yomi Daiminian, 24th is Dark Jawa. 25th is Human Bomb, 26th is Shiro, uh, 27th Problem X, 28th Gact, and 29th Valmaster. That's the list so far. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then of course RB ones. down at the Yeah, uh, and then RB, yes. Board. So that's the list right now. That top three, in fact, maybe that top five is a pretty good top three or top five in the world. If you were just to look at that list. Yeah, I mean, we've often talked about the four, be- the five best Street Fighter Four players of all time throughout yeah. all of them. And we've talked about Momochi, Infiltration, Shin, and Gamer B, and they're all up there. 
and the one that's up there that we, that isn't in that list is Bonchan, but really he deserves to be in that list as well. He's a good player, yeah, no doubt so about that. Some crazy players in that top five, but that is a pretty accurate top five yeah. list. Obviously, a lot of people would think Daigo should be up there as well, but he just hasn't traveled. After he won at NCR, he was like, whoa, well, all right, time to hide tech, as, right. he, as he usually does, so... But should be pretty exciting. Look, I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. For the U.S. players, now that Justin Wong is using Elena, right? Justin Wong, Snake Eyes, Knuckle Dew, Dominion. Oh, 801 Strider. So there's five U.S. players then right now. Um, two. I couldn't have asked for a better five players That's right now list. to represent. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen... Um, that was somebody. Shoot, I can't remember. Probably Rog. Oh, yeah, PR Rog. I would have liked to see PR Rog in there because obviously he did super well last year. But um, that, is a, that is a really impressive U.S. list there. So hopefully they can do some damage out there because remember, USA did the worst last year. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> a couple of notes. One, one main note, I would say. Um, Casey Rinaldi says that Compros didn't use Cyborg. He used Cyborg Superman. Which is one of the costumes oh, of Superman. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes way more sense. <laughs> nice, It nice. truly does. Yeah. Um, yeah, not Steam Weedle, Steam Whistle. Steam Weedle, although, though, makes me think that this coming weekend is BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. And I would like to go, and we'll see if that happens. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a Warcraft movie. Yeah, coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was to be a teaser a trailer for it. There was a teaser weekend. that showed up. I think my friend actually had a pretty funny comment, even though I don't play the game at all. Yeah, he was like, within five seconds, that trailer like is wrong because the guy jumps on a dragon. You can't get on a mount that's moving. There are a couple of ways. Oh, are, is there? Okay, okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, for the most part, that's, that's true. Yeah, so. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought that was funny, but actually, there are there are some things in the background that are like. Pretty impressive that they even had them in there, like harvest golems and stuff. That's like not a, an important part of anything, really. But it's do you like know who any of the actors are in this movie? Oh man, I'm not really a big actors guy. To I'm be just honest. wondering if it's gonna be like an Uwe Boll kind of thing, right? Where like nobody famous is in it. I, I really, I really don't know. Let's see, Travis Fimmel and Ben Foster. Paula pa- oh, okay, Dominic Cooper is in it. Wow, really? Typecast much, or what? Who's that? He was one of the Hobbits. Really? Pretty sure, wasn't he? Oh, no, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. Oh, yeah, he it's doesn't Dominic like... somebody else, Dominic oh, somebody else, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the one I'm thinking of, you're right. I don't right. know many movies, but... Oh, I'm... Dominic Cooper was in uh, Captain America. Okay. okay. He, he's the guy who plays Howard Stark, that's what it is. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, my okay, bad. okay my I can bad. see that. My bad, guys, my bad. Uh, dude, I don't. Then I don't know any of these people. Then. Yeah, you don't know like Paula Gul'dan and Orgrim and stuff. Uh, oh, I don't mean the the fictional yeah, characters. I, I mean yeah, the actors. Paula Patton, what's she been in? Thing. Oh, I guess she was in Ghost Protocol. Uh, ben Foster was in Three Ten to Yuma, which I heard was a good movie. Um. Travis Fimmel. Yeah, dude, I don't know any of these people. This is definitely some Uwe Boll level of casting right now. So. Well, it's supposed to be legit. <clears throat> I don't know. I guess we'll see how it is, but it's supposed to be, like, not 
it's not supposed to be one sided. It's supposed to be like looking at both sides, the horde and the lions. It was directed by a man named Duncan Jones. Okay. The only thing that oh Moon he did Moon and Source Code actually. Those are he, okay. Okay, I remember when he directed Moon. A lot of people were talking about this. Oh like, yeah, he was really good. Okay, and Source Code came out, and everyone was excited for that one. And that movie was uh, okay, right? So, but um, but I mean, he's he hasn't done much else. It looks like in terms of direction, but I mean, from what I've heard about Moon, I haven't seen it yet, but I heard that movie is really legit. So okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing more about the story and how they're going to ignore. Goblins, as always. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> Source code was okay. It's just, it was just the, the, the concept of it was just... It, I don't know anything My about. suspension of disbelief was tough. So basically, when you die, your brain stays alive for seven seconds, right? Okay. So they basically need someone who was who like was in an accident to basically figure out where the bomb came from on a train or something like that. So they figured out a way to... I saw this. You, did I you see the movie or the yeah, trailer? Yeah, I did see it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that was with Jake Gyllenhaal and stuff like right. that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see it. And the concept of it was like, it's kind of neat, but like, how do you have that dream and you can wander into areas that you weren't seeing and... But it ended up not being a dream, right? It, did, it was still a oh, dream. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it ended up like being real. No. I'm pretty sure it ended up being real. No. Yeah, it did. Because it, like, changed the future. No, he was basically thought that after the seven seconds, everything was supposed to go away, but for somehow magically it kept going. We're totally spoiling this movie. Did we we see different movies? I don't know. Maybe we saw different movies. (sighs) I don't know. Anyway, I'm pretty sure the movie I saw ended up being real. It, look, it's not. You don't have to worry about this movie. It wasn't like the best movie ever. Anyway, uh, but apologies for spoiling things. <laughs> to be fair, I hate when that happens. If you were looking forward to this movie, I am sorry. The worst thing about it is I have this inside joke in terms of spoiling movies, but it sounds completely racist, and it's just really hmm, frustrating. It's probably uh, zip it yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it was because uh, one of our friends, one of my best friends that I was talking about earlier, saw a movie that my other best friend saw, but me and my brother hadn't seen. But he thought we saw it. So he left a message on our answering machine. He called, he's like, you didn't tell me that. And he spoiled the movie. And he left that message on our phone. And he was like, damn it. Like, I can't take that back now. Like, because after he hung up, he was like, wait, did they see it? And he couldn't take it back. So now every time we want to spoil the movie, we always say this one line. So, yeah, basically. No, it's not super racist. The line was basically, you didn't tell me that the black guy was going to go insane and kill everybody. Well, that's not racist. Yeah, that's not racist. But yeah. Yeah. That's basically I won't tell you what movie I was referring to, so okay. you'll never be spoiled by that. Okay, quote. that makes sense. So, that there makes you sense. go. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go see Spectre this I weekend. think we might have seen two different movies. I think that's what we're... Yeah. <clears throat> Look, I don't. I'm no. I'm not like a big movies guy, to be honest. I see. I see movies that are relevant to my interests, and that's basically. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. So I'll be seeing Star Wars, and unfortunately, I couldn't get tickets to it because Fandango glitched out because there oh, were too many sucks. people. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that happened to a bunch of people. That Fandango like blew up, <laughs> so you couldn't you couldn't get tickets. Do, do people really want to know what movie it was? Like I will say it. 
I will give. I'll count down five so that you can actually like plug your ears if you don't want to know what the movie was. So here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, you don't want to no, know what it is? Okay. Cube. Uh-huh. You ever see Cube? No. Oh well, I spoiled Cube for you. Yeah. You what are you gonna do? So then. It doesn't really bother me. Okay. <coughs> okay. But yeah, I'm going to see Spectre this weekend. I'm a James Bond fan. He, I am his namesake. So uh, I have to go see it. It's true. I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, my other, one of my all time favorite things is Peanuts. Yeah. It's also opening this weekend. And, oh, uh, are you going to see it? Uh, you, my brother's going to see it, so I'm, I'm going to let him tell me. Yeah, that's probably for the best. It just looks so god awful. You know what I read was that this James Bond has drank the most martinis and hooked up with the fewest women. Yeah, uh, uh, he hasn't he hasn't slept with a lot of women in this one. I mean, my brother was even commenting. He he's kind of rewatching some of the James Bond movies, and one of the movies like Thunderball. Like, there's seriously like a scene where it's it pretty much James Bond rapes somebody. You know, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, I, it's, yeah. it's really bad. So oh, yeah. I'm sure James Bond like, was an ass. Yeah, exactly. So, so he's definitely like modern James Bond now. Yeah, yeah. yeah he gets exactly. hurt. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's different. Mm-hmm. His suit gets ruffled. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I'm basically what I just saw Ant Man on the I plane. I saw it on the plane too. Yeah, I also saw an hour and twenty good. minutes of Rogue Nation, Mission okay. Impossible, but then I fell asleep. So. Oh, okay, yeah. Not because the movie was boring, it was because I literally didn't get any sleep the night before. Like yeah. literally. I, I remember. Yeah. yeah, we were at the after party, and then by the time I was ready to go to sleep, I looked at the clock, and it was five o'clock, and you were setting your alarm for five fifteen, and I was like, "It's pointless." Did I set my alarm 15 minutes after? Is that what you mean? No, you set, yeah, for 5.15. That was when your alarm was supposed to wake you up. Oh, yeah, and it didn't. Well, it did wake you up. You got up, you stopped it, you walked into the bathroom, you came back, you crawled back into bed, and then you were asleep again. <laughs> I have no memory of any of that. <laughs> yeah, I thought you snoozed. Like, I thought you snoozed. I have no memory. And I was, like, all ready to go, and I was like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, and then I looked at my phone, I was like, oh, crap, it's 5.45, we needed to be at the lobby at 5.55, and then I woke you up. Yeah. And then um, <sighs> we missed our shuttle to the airport. We did. So. We did. We made it. Thanks, Jen. Yep. I saw half of a biography of Walt Disney. Oh, I, I know which movie you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, but it was the second half. True story. We have shared a bed. Yeah, of course. It's not weird. It's not weird. That's what I thought. <clears throat> Well, I think this is probably it. You wanna you wanna skedaddle? <laughs> we, I think we pretty much hit the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah, so. I think so. I think so too. So, All right. Yeah, yeah. Past the time exactly. So, okay. Anyways, uh, Ant Man was very cool. Straight, yeah, Ant Man was straight up cool. comedy. I didn't realize it was gonna be that much of a comedy. Oh, there was action in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was definitely it was a comedy. Very, very. I mean, like so. Like it literally. It just like. It was like one of the only ones that like really, really had characters that were just there for comedic purposes, like all of Paul Rudd's buddies and stuff like that. So yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, I don't know anything about Dominion slash Mago. I was uh, hanging out with other people at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard something happen. I'm it's not right. the source for it, so it's whatever. Right. Yep, yeah, me and David are now sponsored by Utah as well. Uh-huh. Eight hundred one. You don't remember what I told you all that the Japanese thought about the term eight hundred one? No. 
because the, it they it's it basically it's a slang for yaoi in Japan, so that's why everyone's type typing that eight oh one. Oh yeah, okay, that makes okay. sense. Anyway, let's get out of here. We're uh, gonna go to sleep, or maybe you're gonna eat dinner like you do. Yep, I'm probably after the do show. That, so. After gonna... the show, which ends at eleven thirty, mm-hmm. you will commonly go eat dinner. I don't have time to grab food in between work and uh, I know, the show, so I mean, it's, it sucks. So okay. all right, all right. Okay. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. Where am I going? There we are.